I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm not your average MC with the Joe Smoke flow. If you don't know me by now, you'll never know. Stepping on my critics, beating on my foes, the planet suits they focus only then I can go. Straight from the heart, I represent hip hop. I beat three albums deep, but I don't want to go pop. Too many candy rappers seem to be at the top. Too much candy is no good, so now I'm closing the shop. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Saturday morning. Yes, it is. That means feedback time. It's been a while. I uh, went to vacation and stuff. So it was an extra week where people were able to get their feedback in. So uh, buckle in. This might be one of the longest shows that we've done for feedback in a while. It's fitting because every show we did this week was pretty much two hours. So, um, you know, yeah, coming back with a, a bang. show. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of people had a lot of things to say about the past week. Yeah, and uh, I, last night I actually made a new post um, for on the website for all of our guest appearances too because we did a lot of guest appearances over the last uh, week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on Welcome to the Village podcast. That's finally out so people can hear that. Um, we just went on there, there with a couple guys, uh, KJ and Red, and we talked about a bunch of stuff, man. Trayvon Martin museum mm-hmm. thing. Talked about music, like what kind of music do you have sex to? What kind of music do you work out to? Um, you know, what kind of music do you get excited? You know, to get pumped for and all this stuff. Um, we talked about we we're on a single simulcast, and we just kind of talked about some current events with Rashani and the crew from the Ink mm-hmm. uh, podcast, um, formerly Ignorance. Um, we also talked to, uh, we went to the, I was on the Black Astronauts podcast, uh, episode Them Racism Eyes, where I talked to about, um, <laughs> the Harry Tubman, the Harry Tubman skit gone wrong, um, and a bunch of other topics, man. You know, some of my favorite people to talk to, a bunch of intelligent people on the, um, show. Um, and we talked to, uh, Chris, Kev, and Brandon on the Playing Dead. We just talked about playing the video game, uh, the Playing Dead. So, uh check all that stuff out man uh so I'll, I'll try to keep that post you know a post like that once a week or two so you guys can hear like hey we don't just do this show we don't we just do, do our spin-off shows too. we go on other people's shows and uh you know try to shine a light there too man and we uh, do. they shine a light back and hopefully uh, people cross over and we get people that want to listen to both so ain't that the truth um all right so this is the blackout tips it's our feedback show uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. uh go to the blackoutist.com sign up for premium um just go to the blackoutist.com slash premium to figure out how to do that um you can also do stuff like vote in the polls you can choose to donate uh you know to support the show on the side if you want to um it's completely up to you guys how you want to handle that we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that we do uh you can also leave comments on episodes you can vote in the polls you can leave comments on your votes in the polls mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of stuff where you can go ahead and give us uh feedback and get your words out there and let us know how you feel about stuff um let me think am i missing on anything yeah and also uh, for those of you that don't know um, and you don't do iTunes or you don't do um, Stitcher. Uh, Podomatic actually has an app now, so you can actually yeah. listen through us through the new Podomatic yeah, app. Yeah, just go to the comedy section when you look at shows by genre, and we'll probably be number one, as people found out this week. Um, yes, you can also is. you can also do stuff like um, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Contact information is in the About section of the Blackout Tips. All right. Let's talk about people that did take the time out to give money this week because, um, you know, 
why would we be here if not for these people i know so um some people just chose to donate out the kindness of their heart and i want to give them some shout outs uh marlena a thank you so much for your recurring donation we really appreciate it damian jackson Ooh, I, I am for real. real recurring donation uh keith r thanks so much man we appreciate your recurring donation keith um jeremy richardson uh one of the best dunkers of all time i'll mm-hmm. never let him forget it ever uh johnny w uh hooked us up with a uh, with a one-time donation all the way from minnesota thank you so be cold up oh, you got it's three of y'all now mm-hmm. you the woman on the bus and this dude yep uh j uh b um i think she is the official impossible white man of the podcast mm-hmm. she donated to the show thank you sweetie uh dion c um he donated with a recurring donation dion uh, i haven't got a chance to watch in your show on tnt but i'm gonna go promise <laughs> I'm gonna watch it uh it just look kind of corny to me but I, I promise i'm gonna get on that uh conrad l um recurring donation thank you very much uh cory a the tickler you hit us up with that recurring donation thank you sweetie devon b one-time donation thank you devon thank you sweetie appreciate it so much mm-hmm. um larian hollywood hollywood larian yes that one-time donation thank you so much man uh maurice novembre um who is gonna be the villain on the next y50 he's moving on from uh from miami vice oh, oh he got an upgrade mm-hmm. yep he's back good looking out brother uh i'm i'm gonna just say because uh, i'm not sure how they want us to pronounce this or whatever but um let's just say m stevens thank you so much for the recurring donation thank you i'm pretty sure that's something i'm forgetting they probably wanted me to say their name a certain way and i apologize uh rovita rovita so glad to meet you uh thank you so much for your recurring donation uh jennifer h recurring donation look at this all this love in the yes. form of money now i know how preachers feel like yeah. they must just <laughs> I see how the power goes to their head. Then it's like, I'm but just going to fuck these children. Nobody can stop no, me. No, but I'm trying to tell you, all your all your tithes and offering is going to a good thing. Because <laughs> I promise you, we is not going to cheat y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all I'll, get tax returns on this money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harris T., uh, thank you so much very much for the recurring donation. Monica C., she hit us up with the current de- recurring donation. Uh, she's always uh, sending us messages on Facebook with articles of ratchetness. Um ebony h recurring donation thank you ebony and marvin b yes marvin, marvin b. b uh hit us with the recurring donation and that is it for this the last two weeks um that's a lot though man yes we thank you for everybody that thought enough about us to dig in their pockets and give us some money thank mm-hmm. you guys you keep this ship afloat and part of that was with a week off man you know like they could have they could have been people that just like fuck y'all i ain't getting no show this week um your ass is out you know but people believed in us man yeah they was like y'all gotta come back please come back here's some money come back please it's like they knew we were coming back you know so what do we want to do first Karen? we got itunes reviews got comments on the show page we got voicemail what do you want to do i won't do them itunes baby all right tell them how to how to get that itunes review read on the show for those of you that want to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we only do five stars only. Anything less than five stars, 
We do not see it is invisible to us. Please follow this instruction. If you want to troll us, that is the best way to troll us, and there will be no consequences or repercussions to your actions. If you have any Apple devices, go to your iTunes, and in your iTunes up in the corner, it says, Lee, uh, uh, right at, no, first actually search the Blackout Who Tips. Then up in the corner, right, right, it's, it has uh, five stars, say write us a review. Leave us five stars, write us a review, and post it. If you do not have an Apple device, go to iTunes.com and follow the same instructions as above i don't care if you just register to leave us a five-star review if you say i want to support i don't have money times are tight i want to support the show this is a wonderful way to support the show and it does not cost you a dime thank you guys yep so let's go ahead and uh talk about these itunes reviews uh up first <clears throat> is the bell so sorry riding karen five stars Love the show. Found you guys through Twib and have listened since. I'm so proud of you both for making such a high quality podcast. Thank you. I don't know why you were apologizing, but uh, <laughs> yeah. When it put like this, I feel like this. Whenever you found us, you found us on time. So yeah. if this is your first time. You found us on time, baby. Uh, by slang of ages, better and better. Five stars. I first heard of this podcast when guitarist Vernon A. Reed recommended it on his podcast with W. Kamau Bell, a field Negro guide to arts and culture. Cool. Uh, yeah, I've listened to that. Um, and I remember that episode. I was like, what? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> After my first listen, I was shocked yet drawn in. It's intelligent, hilarious, uplifting, and fascinating. Thanks, Rod and Karen. Oh, you're thank you, welcome, man. baby. And uh, yeah, definitely thanks to Vernon A. Reed, man. I, I got to see if I can interview him at some yeah, point. Yeah, reach out to him. Uh, you guys are the bomb listener in PHL. I was introduced to you guys by another listener and I love the show. I've been entertained and informed by you guys for months and you really make my day go by faster. It is much appreciated. That being said, I never write reviews. Never. Oh, but I had to while not after, uh, while not after listening, after while listening li- to 508 son and daughters. Okay. Episode 508 sons and daughters. daughters. While I don't agree with the idea that adult women who didn't have a dad in their lives don't have a perspective to bring to the issue, I think what you point out about how the show handled fatherless sons versus fatherless daughters is 100% valid. Yeah, it's, you know what, I don't, I hope that's, well, I mean, that's the hazard of speaking about anything, but for the record, I don't care about, um, I wasn't like, well, if you didn't have a father, you shouldn't be able to talk about it. No. I just thought that it was jarring how different and how much pandering was yeah. done in the different it's, types of episodes. Yeah, because, they didn't treat them, uh, they didn't do it equally. Yeah, one was actually about the relationships currently affecting kids. Yes. And then the other, other one was, was like, well, you grew up without a dad. Why don't you want to talk? You know, let's talk about it. And then it was like, well, this totally threw me off because i'm like i was suspecting little girls right and according to the way they set it up it's like well why you didn't do this with guys at all like you didn't bring grown men who didn't have pops fathers there and and talk about it like you kind of just talked about the current relationship so um at no point that would i ever think that somebody not having a father doesn't make their opinion valid my father uh had a, a dad that left them uh very early in his life um so uh i would never think that my father and my you know my father is the best father i know and i don't mean just for me i mean out of all the fathers i've ever met he's the best so i don't think that uh you know anyone's opinion is not valid or that uh, they can't 
you know become um a good parent or something like that they can, they, they, they can. And, and, I, and i think like me right said our biggest issue was the fact that it was not the same like i expected you to have little girls i expect you had a dentist there i expect you to talk about the dynamic of the relationship right yeah. then and also like it made it old like you know what i mean because since they never presented a different perspective mm-hmm. it actually got really old really fast and it was a two-parter and it was really just the same complaint from women over and over and uh, over, over. Uh, uh, and the only men that were there were like jeffrey cannon and the other dude and to be quite honest all they did was kind of make it sound like well if you don't have a father you're gonna be a whore so yes and it, and it was very and in my perspective it's very condescending it, yeah. was, it, it made grown women who don't have children you stupid you dumb you ain't got no man you ain't you ain't never gonna be shit and you it's your father's fault yeah. and you shouldn't you like it, honestly man it compared to the other special it was a lot of these people should have gotten over this or yes. moved on by now like you can't let this hold you back and you're 40 like at some point it's not the world anymore it's like you had a certain certain set of circumstances whereas with the kids it was more like you were understanding because like y'all are really still going through this shit and mm-hmm. it's like i want to see these kids uh succeed and i was actually getting mad at the fathers because of how much they were making it about them but yes the point now you know the point being like one is a current issue but if you would have taken that same special with the men fast forwarded 30 years and then brought those guys back and they were all sitting on the stage talking about i have a father so that's why i can't commit to a relationship and i won't i won't get married because i would be like dog you're not 10 anymore yep that's you know the same way i feel about the women so they, it's like they made you unsympathetic towards the women because yes, like what they presented little kids who don't have a lot of control over their lives and then they presented grown-ass women who you like well come on you know anyway <clears throat> it's as if the only thing that matters is how you turned out as an adult woman in your relationship with other men if boys were shown uh fatherless sons versus fatherless daughters oh wait i'm sorry if boys were shown having issues why couldn't girls the issues they wouldn't they would have later they would have later as adult women would be things they would start dealing with at a young age and would start manifesting i wonder if they thought it would look too sad to have men on stage with their little girls the girls might get emotional and folks couldn't sit there and make excuses for these sorry ass men yeah i i uh, that's what i'm thinking like yeah, but 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 that's the reality of it because i'll yeah. decide men and women if you don't raise your children you ain't shit period I, right. no, no matter what you do no matter how you sugarcoat it no no matter what well if you're capable of raising them i'm not gonna say if you don't because that's what there are some circumstances that that, yeah you know yeah so just don't write us okay you have like some sort of mental health issue or something Something like that like this that that, you know what i mean you are in your right mind in your right mind if you're capable if you are capable just not even just if you're capable okay like and you take that for what it means because some people are gonna make excuses and shit i'm just saying if you're able to do it and you won't that's fucked up and you're fucked up um but yeah i i i think uh maybe that would have been it but honestly man because they did the one special that way um i honestly feel like it's because of the makeup of their audience and this was another opportunity to be like well it's not y'all's fault just you know it's is you know these men and uh that's not you know it's okay that you know we don't want to show little girls talking about being promiscuous because they're little girls and you know we can't can't say that but it's like that's the reality if that's what's happening you definitely talked about what's happening with the boys i don't see why you can't talk about 
that's right uh the silence on not just the effect of absent parenting but the presence of ineffective indifferent parents on the lives of children of both genders is deafening people need to wake up and stop making excuses for people who cannot and or will not raise their children yeah you gotta raise your kids man Mm -hmm. you're having them what the fuck i don't get it uh w toriano writes awesome podcast five stars and keep up the great work we will thank you very much short and sweet thank you sweet first time listener five stars by of the by objective 39 your title of your podcast made me stop and check you out great job i'm a fan now keep up the good work thank you sweetie we will uh that dude five stars by young king jones i felt guilty about not reviewing and rating on itunes i just never got around to it but here i am I stumbled across this podcast about three weeks ago and downloaded the cream pies episode. <laughs> See, I work for the USPS and I go in at about five or five thirty AM and I need some entertainment to keep me going. Man, you guys literally have me laughing out loud and my coworkers are like, What's so funny? Ryan and Karen, you all keep tuned every you all keep me tuned in every day and I enjoy your work. Keep it up. We will. Thank you, sweetie. Thanks, young King Jones. Uh any relation to King James? I'm just asking. Best shit. <laughs> Best shit, five stars by T. Cole. Had to put my stars down on one of the best podcasts out there. Thank you. Thanks, T. Cole. Um, can't wait for your uh album to come out. With T Pain. Um, I was thinking with J. Cole, but okay. Oh no. Um That'll be a sleepy album. Don't don't do him. <laughs> you you slander J. Cole so much. Hell, she's so goddamn boring to me. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> it's all right. The Vestus, five stars by Info Kill. And he says, they oh so good. Well, thank you, F.O. Kill. Thank you. Blackness at its finest by L-A-N-C-3-R-3. All right. Rod and Karen, I love the show. You guys' perspectives often mirror mine, and I find myself looking forward to seeing your perspective on the news of the day. I have told all my black friends about you, oftentimes introducing them to the concept of podcasting in the process. Yep, happens often. Keep up the good work. Premium subscription coming soon. Well, thank you. Thank you, sweetie. And I always feel like having a podcast means that you're going to have to explain what a podcast is a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 when people ask me about it, I just go, it is um, radio. How can I, how can I say well, that? Well, you're obviously not very good at it. So <laughs> I tell them it's like an internet radio show. Or yeah. A talk show. Yeah, like that's that's about the simplest way to get it. Yeah, uh, without, well, I, and I I tell them without commercials because <laughs> mm. they might think we got commercials. Episode five twenty nine by form, former Uverse Tech Sad Face. <laughs> oh Lord, Rod and Karen, I've been listening to your podcast about six months now, and I absolutely can't get through a workday without it. Keep them coming. I particularly enjoyed this episode because, as you can see in my nickname, I used to work for Uverse, and let me tell you, from a technician who used to do the home installs and repairs, I feel your pain. I just wanted to let you know from my point of view, it's just as stressful working there as it was with your service call. I mean, they overload the day job load with installs, which causes all the repair calls to almost surely get pushed to the late in the day or the next day. Because of this, I was chewed out on the regular by customers. The managers are idiots. You know what? I believe you because I, I remember too. when we first got it installed at our old apartment, it really wasn't set up well for it. And the guy came in and honestly, it was like eight o'clock at night. And you could tell he probably was supposed to be off work yep. long before that. Long before that. And he installed it, and it was, like, glitching out just a little bit. But it was like he had kind of got it up and running. And 
you know every like five minutes it would just cut off and cut on like you know like weird shit like that but he basically got it to a point where it worked okay for like 10 minutes he's like all right i, I, I think you got it straight up and left within like an hour or so we had to like call like yeah this isn't working uh we might have to get this back he had to come back the next day late at night mm-hmm. ended up like having to drill holes into yeah, the wall through hours. the outside like of the house 10, like a like you know hour yeah and a half, two hour job had a technician come there and everything like they the help both were walking around the house trying to figure out hey did this work no did this work wait we gotta wrap this around right and it was like upstairs and downstairs it's like a really tough install but you know it's just the fact that it seems like well if shit is going wrong you're kind of on your own time and you need to just fix this shit going into your personal life because we don't have enough repairmen to really take care of these problems you know even the time that the dude came out last week he wasn't scheduled to come out to us he was already out here for something else and they were like well stop by this place now you know that's true anyway um when they tell you someone is on the way they rarely know if someone is actually on the way Karen, you did right by staying on there because that's the only way to get things done because they don't want to lose a customer. Threatening to cancel service is really the key to it getting done in the, done the first time. Oh, now, now, uh, that, that right there was, was my, uh, next thing because I had told Roderick, they told me this time, they need to show up at this time. Like if we just sat here all day and they hadn't showed up, they'd have got a phone call. I don't care what they'd have said, how many discounts that the game gave me. We was gone because I was like, I, I refuse to put up with this. It is a numbers-driven game, which causes many technicians to take shortcuts to make to make the desired percentage set for the day. True. Falling short will surely get you written up. They only train us to install U-verse. Repairs are very hit or miss, which is why it takes numerous trips to fix the problem. You kind of had to learn repairs on the fly. I'm glad someone finally was able to fix your issue. I finally had enough after four years of mental-slash-physical exhaustion. I love my job now and listen to you every day. If you have any questions about your service, I'd be happy to help. I still remember a thing or two, LOL. Well, thank you very much, former U-verse tech. Sad face. Thank you, sweetie. And everything seems to be working fine right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ro D, one of the best five stars. I started listening to this show six months ago after hearing it mentioned on Twib. I haven't missed a show since. It keeps getting better and better. Listening to Rod and Karen is like hanging out with good friends, but watching the live show on Spreecast and chatting with the other Blackout Tips listeners is even better. I look forward to Guest the Race and Sword Ratchetness. Yeah, I wish I could really convey to people how much fun the live show is. Like, like it's literally fun. I, I think uh, now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Roger actually does a, a clip of the day through Spreecast mm-hmm. where he can chop it up and post like segments through Spreecast. And y'all, it's a lot of audio y'all don't see. It's a lot of interacting with the chat room that you, audio they don't see i mean video that you don't see mm. and it's a lot of interacting with the chat room because he, and it is some audio because once we stop we actually answer questions after we're done yeah and, and we play music at the beginning yeah. sometimes have conversations and about when you're music not live, you don't get any of that yeah um so i would check it out i'm trying to make a clip of the day every day so you guys can spread the word you can share it it'll be on our facebook page it'll be on our twitter account and uh you know like i think one of the clips this week was uh the mandingo fandingo uh tank that karen had we talked about mandingo parties one was monica lewinsky's mm-hmm. breakdown of her sexy voicemail that she left bill clinton uh another one was when we talked about rape culture and uh vanderbilt you know things that people seem to like from the show mm-hmm. and i think another one was uh lie to your kids instead of uh, take them on vacation so 
you know we try to the different limbs and stuff but it's a bunch of different ways that you guys will be able to uh handle you know spread the word and whatnot but yeah we appreciate everybody that, that does come watch the live show it's fun um i'm a premium subscriber and the amount of content you get is well worth every penny and more the real house husbands is one of my favorite premium shows everybody always says that um i found so many other good podcasts and blogs due to the guests you have on the show and if you ever want to get into podcasting this show is the standard you should strive for looking forward to the next 500 lady row 46 well thank you row row d we appreciate you um and we uh do. thank you sweetie. yeah we appreciate the people that subscribe to to the premium stuff too man because my my big thing like we actually have and i'm not saying any names but somebody actually wrote me and was like i have to uh, unsubscribe from the premium stuff because it's too much content and i was like well you know what that that's still a good, good problem yeah, from, that's in still, my opinion yeah, like that's still a good problem to have i'd rather you back out because you're inundated with 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 too much good stuff then you don't have enough yeah then uh when the fuck are you coming out with an episode you know like that to me is a because i know other shows are it's like a premium show and then like you don't get i mean you have a premium selection you don't get a premium show for weeks sometimes you'll get premium show for months sometimes. right right and i'm like you know i like for us to at least have two consistent like every week shows the interview shows the touch and go it's harder to set those up um sometimes it can take months to get a guest sometimes um you know uh people are scheduled conflicts all this stuff like because interviews are a little different but the actual yeah. like balls deep uh the nerd off mm-hmm. like i would like for people to be able to get a hold of those shows um you know every week so that they feel like man e- even if in a down week you know i've got a couple spoiled movie reviews I, I maybe you don't go see elysium for three months well it's still on your feed you can go back and go oh let me check this out you and know? people do do that for the spoiled movie reviews yeah. they're like hey i held off on that one till i went to go see it because i didn't want to be spoiled and uh also man um somebody was asking me like hey guys would y'all be offended if i took my current like recurring donation and canceled it and then signed up for premium no, no. we won't be offended no we uh th- that's awesome if you yes. want to do that mm-hmm. that uh because other people have done that too so it's not an issue yeah like to me that i want you to feel like you're getting something for your money that's right we you know i don't take it personal if i see like so-and-so cancel their account and then they're a premium person so you know don't like yes yeah don't feel that way guys uh it's completely fine with us it is um all right so we did that now we got the page voicemails and emails what do you want to do the page all right let's check out the page go to blackouttest.com you can see all the podcast episodes there uh you can just actually go to the top and there's a, a uh one of the tabs is podcast episodes just click on that and it takes you to all the current podcast episodes that we have and you can vote in the polls leave comments and whatnot uh the first episode we did was 526 vacation celebration uh because we did celebrate that vacation it was very fun uh we were leaving in a good mood and uh natasha right in wrote in i hope you guys have a wonderful vacation i will spend the next week with the groundbreaking bullet ball rap stuck in my head <laughs> i think for a lot of people it was their first introduction to bullet ball and they was like that damn song uh it's so catchy <laughs> i know it's funny because uh people are like where does that come from where's where why do you guys do the voice and then it's all of a sudden it's like oh now i can't I get, get this it. out i can't get it out of my head yes it's bullet ball the string right um <laughs> the, yes. poll, the poll for the episode was very simple it was which do you prefer bullet ball bullet ball extreme 
or neither. Bullet Ball only got 10% of the vote. Wow. Bullet Ball Extreme got 69% of the vote. Wow, people on that Bullet Ball Extreme. And 21% of people said neither. They don't want to play anything to do with no <laughs> Bullet Ball. <laughs> Anthony Animal Thug Tatum says, one of my dreams is to be on the Black Eye Tip and say, and Bullet Ball Extreme, I practiced this in the mirror. Wouldn't be funny if we had him on and then he froze up. Oh, people have done that before. Like what? Like Roger's uncle was like, he every time we seen him, his uncle calls him, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. He he was like, I want to be on the show. We got him on the show and he like looked and stared at us. I was like, um, you asked <laughs> to be on the show and now you don't want to talk, sir. Yeah, his spotlight was on. Um, he was like, oh, wait a minute. I ain't know it's going to be serious like this. Um, We had another episode, 527, when we got back. Charleston, I do declare um and uh that was a fun episode getting our charleston hats the whole time um so people that saw the live show got to see the hats um ron sc says i wish i knew you all were coming to the holy city there were quite a few events going on this previous weekend including savage souls hip-hop showcase great acts good times um well we got there like sunday afternoon anyway so i don't know if we would have made it in time Time. or not yeah but to be quite honest man we just had a good time walk around being tourists and um going to random stuff Mm -hmm. yeah you know we went on no schedule it was beautiful yeah i kind of enjoyed that so uh maybe next time or something but you know i i really wasn't looking for a lot to do we weren't bored at all um so we were cool hc says the test of whether or not a show is in my list of favorites is whether or not I get upset when the show hosts do normal things with their lives, like take breaks to go on vacation. <laughs> now that it's summer and all my other favorite shows like PTI, Mad Men, and Game of Thrones are on break, just know that I shook my fist at the sky every day, ride and care and enjoy their vacation. Consider it an honor. Well, thank you, HC. Thank you, sweetie. I feel the same way about The Walking Dead, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. Cause, cause I, I get excited every time I see a picture or a snapshot or, you know what, baby? Mm-hmm. Um, I still, let me swallow my pride. I, I hate to admit this, but you, Chris and Kev are right. I think that I am a nerd because every time I see a snapshot of Michonne or, or, or see like a clip of The Walking Dead, I literally screamed like a little girl. I'm like, oh, shit now. So, yeah, I, I think I don't think I'm a nerd. Yeah, you might be, Karen. I might be. Um, We also had a poll. Do rappers dissing Kendrick Lamar have a point? Yes, 9%. No, 91% of people were like, no, they don't have a point. Um, We had a couple comments. Dion says, the only negative thing about Kendrick's verse on Control was all the whack-ass rappers who temporarily got a reprieve from their shifts at UPS and decided to release some new shit. If the only way you can get some shine or attention is by responding to one of the main niggas on the top of the rap game, now that says a lot more about you than it says about them. Now, let us never speak of this again, and hopefully Papoose, <laughs> Fred the Godson, Buttons, and people of their ilk just go away. Professor LCA says, I stayed up so late and replayed that track so many times. An observer of my t- Twitter timeline was all like, didn't you just go to bed five hours ago? I <laughs> I didn't know what she meant until it became clear that a ton of us lost our minds over those bars and that beat and the swagger that was self-referential, boastful, aspirational, and respectful all at once. It was a thing of beauty and it made me feel alive. This was a hip, this was hip hop before the corporations killed it. I lifted bits for my Facebook status updates. I tweeted and retweeted the link. Thanks to 
for the original rod and lyrics for hours on ends let me end this feedback i need to listen to it again and now so (laughs) (laughs) yeah got hyped about this man kendrick went off i know you if 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 she's paying attention it must be something yeah i was in charleston ready to go to sleep and was like well you know what and you know and i didn't even know what was happening because i was off like watching tv doing some other shit next thing i got the rice just glued with his headphones on just a type of i was like what the hell is going on whatever's going on they got him glued to that i went to sleep i was like you know what i'm going to sleep i had to be able to sleep on yeah man i'm sorry somebody just hit me up had a problem with our show just hit me up on fucking G chat in the middle of the show. I was like, what the fuck is this about? It just pop up out of nowhere. Joseph, what's that? <laughs> I gotta change my settings on G chat so crazy people. Is that like a crazy setting when you're like, hey, you crazy. Please do not talk to me. Um, <laughs> that has to be that. Um, uh, anyway, episode 528, do bros and the scorning. The, uh, no comments on the actual show, but we had a lot on the poll, like nine comments on this poll. Wow. Uh, the poll was did rod handle that quote-unquote beef properly uh yes that was a good response no he went too far no he didn't go far enough 75 percent of people said yes that was a good response 30 percent of people said i went too far so that must have been the dude bros voting on the poll Mm -hmm. and 22 percent of people said i didn't go far enough um so they must have wanted to like ride on some fools like a lot of people took that stuff they said personal especially when they went in on you and stuff like that so um they were very upset um craticus says i was sort of iffy on a response because sometimes i feel like addressing online beef gets tedious but then the work email was sent and the troll level became magnifique herbie hancock says just writing to let you know i don't listen to your show i don't care that you guys in the huffington post your favorite color is blue your social security number is one one two 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 and your guys are you guys are number one on potomatic i love it when they mad though laughing my ass off i love 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 brian mcknight voice also love 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 yep that's it there you go when they mad um that's when you know you get you got them love it love it love it Anthony Animal Thug Tatum says, I wish you would have went in on the ride, but I do understand why you did not eat that son of a biscuit either. Then uh, I guess he finished listening and said, I take back my last statement. So. <laughs> Andre says, I think the way you handled the situation was about as close to perfect as you can get. If it was me, I'd have cussed them the fuck out and not thought twice about actually reaching out to dude's employer when i get intact when i get attacked personally i lose all my shit i don't think rationally at all i'd have not thought to do the research to find out who that asshole and his boys were i'd have made the situation worse by continuing to go back at them which is exactly what they wanted not only did you not feed into their game you attacked him where it hurts the most his job you may hope he didn't get fired Rod, and for that, I, re- I commend you. Me, on the other hand, I hope that son of a bitch is filing for unemployment as I type this motherfucking comment. <laughs> Andre was pissed, man. Funk Flex Bomb uh, says Clout 2K. <laughs> I can't imagine dude bros figured out, figured on this when they was having their little circle jerk podcast party. I sincerely hope that this buys you guys at least a year apiece from assholes trying to fuck with the show. It won't. I'm, it didn't buy us a fucking a week. This Francine, this Fran chick is already on my fucking G chat talking bad because I said uh some women be faking their sexy voice. Man, goddamn. They do. Insecure. I know. I was a master at it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just tell. Don't be so insecure. It's not attractive. There. All right. <clears throat> 
<sighs> beef during the show this is a new high anyway um brian says i think the most important point in all of this is the fact that rod warned them i thought the response he gave them on twitter started out very reasonable mm-hmm. and they persisted with negativity it would have been different if the positions were reversed and Rod and Karen were 13 and sent an email to the number one ranked dude bros employers on some snitching shit. But to be ver- attacked verbally after trying to resolve a situation cordially and for them to be so, so sloppy with it, government names and all that, they reap what they sowed. I think that every account signed up for on social media should have a mandatory reading of that story about the fighter who went to the troll's house as a caution that if you get on here and troll, this could happen to you. Might have That's saved true. the job this week. But what you say, Karen? I said, yeah, I said a lot of people fail to realize. A lot of people do that and they really don't think that they could be found. Like, right. They really think, like you said, they throw it into a black hole and you're not talking about people. These are pe- these are real people with real emotions and human beings. And, you know, when 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 the uh, chickens come to roost, all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, oh, what's going on? I didn't realize it's going to be like this. Yeah, you should have considered it before you said it, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So um, sorry, this person is still talking to me. All right. So, um, I think that every account, yeah, anyway, this could happen to you might have saved a job this week, which is what, which is why I thought it was important. And, and you know what, and something, something terrible and said last week, which I didn't think about. You know what, the dude bros, if they'd have wrote us a five star review, we'd have laughed at that shit and kept it moving. Honestly. And it wouldn't have went no further than that. Right. That's what you do, trolls. Write us a five star review. Right. You want me to read the insecure bullshit? Um, anyway. Uh, but people are so stupid, probably wouldn't have. Professor LCA says, why do gotta be repping the skins though? Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was from the area too. Mm-hmm. Although under the circumstances of this dude bros episode, I suppose it's appropriate that the emblem is shown on the team was proudly the last to desegregate and refuses to jettison the red skin despite his racist history and current offensiveness. Love the episode pick um hc says damn a nigga gets in the huff and the post next thing you know he's going red wedding on people's podcast but seriously carluccio thought he knew what beef with rod and karen was beef is when your podcast ain't safe up in the streets <laughs> uh well thank you guys for uh responding and uh you know i guess nobody that thought i went too far responded um feels like maybe the people that do that just don't want to say or something i don't know feel free to say um we also had episode 529 goodbye dude bros um and that was the last one was 528 dude bros and the scorning okay uh the poll was pretty easy we talked about customer services when karen was dealing with at&t and giving us the runaround and so the question was do you think customer service doesn't work as hard for people who are nice because um, we're always pretty nice to customer service. I'm very pleasant. Um, sometimes you get great service, sometimes you don't. But I was wondering, you know, what do people think in general? Because customer service people always talk about how mean people are to them. You know what? And and and, and that it must be true because a lot of times uh, when I talk, some of them are literally shocked and surprised that I'm so nice. Yeah. Like you can just tell that they're like, "Wow, she's not fussing. She's not no." Not unless you make me angry. And even then, I still won't raise my tone. I just become more stern. Right. Um, so here we go. Um, yes, they give you the runaround if you're nice. 79% of people think if you're nice, you get the runaround. 21% of people say no, they do their job the same no matter what. Um, so according to this, let's see what people think in the polls. Clout2K says, it all depends on who you're talking to, really. I just ran into a problem with my cable, so I use my system 
and that that always gives me good results be nice to technicians representatives or anyone who deal with customers as a function of their job but still ask to speak to a supervisor that'll put them in a position to advocate for you when they send it up the line middle management though uh unloaded on their asses while avoid avoiding cursing it also helps to constantly hint at wanting to talk to someone above them but if they give it give in right away and send you up the ladder you probably overplayed your hand because they already know they are on good terms with their boss Mm -hmm. however more often than not that person in middle management who is getting paid just enough to have to care but not enough to give a fuck will make the impossible happen for you Mm, interesting yeah i never know or think about the relationships that they have in the office i'm just always like do this shit or don't like that's it can you do this um professor lca says i listened to this show after i'd been put my ongoing mad about an ongoing matter on ice listening to karen sleeping john awake got me equally fired up as soon as i got home i drafted a terse and tough email and didn't shoot it off just yet i'm letting it cool for another day before i ether the recipient's box inbox I don't understand why folks who are nasty get better, faster, more respectful service. Yes, they do. I know when people are nasty to me, the last thing I'm doing is making their lives easier. Ain't that the truth. The last thing. That's when I'm the jerk. So I really am not sure how or why this works. But like Karen, I guess I need to learn how and why nasty this works. Again, I don't understand how it does. I do know that I've seen it. I'm going to need a lesson or something. Shaking my head. Chuck Spears says, Having worked in customer service in the past, I generally used to give an equal level of quality service to all, the exception being assholes. The louder they complained, the less of a fuck I was likely to give. At a certain decibel level, I would defer to a supervisor or a manager. Getting through a day in retail is hard enough without having to contend with jerks. And actually, nicer, 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 friendlier person I would deal with, the more help I would offer. You know, sometimes I've experienced that, too, where people are just so taken aback by the fact that you're not nice. being mean to them. Yeah, you're not that they will be helpful. But I've also experienced the other where I'm like, clearly this person is not helping me as much as they could because they think I'm just going to go away. And, you know, I, I guess it's like, you know obviously you take it case by case yeah and yeah case by case basis in it and it's also one of those things where you almost have to assess the situation because like you said it it almost depends on the person with the customer service because dealing with customers especially if you're in customer service where your job does a crappy job so you always get the complaints you always get to anger people that's why they call and they're already on 10 because they've talked to 15 people already they've had people at their house or whatever so by the time they talk to you they are livid Yep. Which you have nothing to do with, don't get me wrong, but it's just for the fact that they're just angry and they want shit done. Yep. Um, we got episode 530, Lower Taxes With Your Mouth. Um, <laughs> we got a bunch of co- comments on the show. Clout2K says, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Ha ha, they thought they could es- escape them DMV lines, but got sent back to scratch. Yes, they did. Um, I guess he's talking about the people that had the online online app for DMV. Yes, they and, take that uh, shit down until that shit actually does something. Right. Wasting taxpayers' money. Nick Ju says, Karen, this is why we go together. I just went to a baseball game with some friends. The women ladies spent most of the game walking around the stadium. When they were in the seats, they wanted to talk and start fights with their boyfriends about not paying attention to them. I enjoyed the silent treatment portion of the game the most. They keep asking me to move so I could sit, so they could all sit together. I was like, dude, I'm trying to watch the game. The seat I'm sitting in is perfect game watching range. They were in their feelings. Next time, no women, ladies. Up top, sweetie. 
Mm-hmm. People underestimate that shit, man. Unless you actually there, unless it's like an event where, um, it's some events where everybody just comes to have more of a party atmosphere. That's one thing. But if I'm actually there to watch this, and you know, I've actually been me and my Rogers actually been to places where, like, if you watch an event, it's in a separate room, and everybody else hangs somewhere else. I can hang with that because. We're in there watching a the game, and everybody will look up at you crazy. Because there's been times, I think we was at Derek's house. We were doing something, and people come in, they want to talk, and everybody looked at them like, motherfucker, if you don't get the fuck out of here, we came here to watch the game. But, oh, okay, I guess I'll leave. After they say a few things, and nobody responds. Right. Um, Natasha says, I was co-signing out loud when you guys were talking about couples not feeling guilty about enjoying time apart. Like Karen, I also punked myself down in the comfiest, comfiest spot on the couch when my husband is out with his friends. Yeah, I yes. think everybody does that. When Karen goes to her classes and stuff, it's like, all right, video game time or whatever, you know, thing I want to do uninterrupted. It's, you know, I think people just have so much ego about shit and they're so insecure about shit that they're just like, oh, uh, I, 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 I'm having fun without you. Is that okay? You're going to have some fun without me. You know, I don't like that. It's like, come on, man. Let your ego go and it's okay. It's going to be fine. Yes. Guess what? I had fun without you before I met your ass. Right. Come Why is now? this a problem now? Yes. <laughs> we didn't make a promise that we will only have be able to have fun any joy in our other. lives through each other. Uh, it's such a, uh, such a like uh, immature way to look at love. Yes, I think. it is. L.R. Joyner says, man, listen, when you cover that story about the pastor and his deacons laying hands on a man and his elderly mother <laughs> like some reformed pimps, I almost had to explain to a room full of white people that I listened to this show. <laughs> <laughs> They stopped at the awkward, they stopped at the awkward glances, but man, it was a close call. But after hearing how the church's leaders handled some people they, uh, thought they, that they owed money to, I couldn't help but wonder how in the hell do they handle people who owe them money? Like if they had a member that was behind on ties, did they pull his teeth out like Majestic made Justice pull Odell's teeth out and get rich or die trying? Oh. I'm just wondering. Somebody needs to check that church kitchen freezer for some dead bodies around there or something. Something happening. Yeah, I, yeah, th- that was funny too. Uh, I remember when uh Karen was going to this church, there was a situation where they were just like using her and using her car, like all these different rides and just trying to make her feel guilty anytime she did anything but go to that church. Like um it was crazy, you know, and the church was like a good 45 minutes away from the house. Karen already had a job. Like it was just, you know, try they were just trying to run her ragged and uh, we found out about a situation where the pastor was driving somebody's car that they loaned to the church. And when the person can't get their car back, she got mad at them. I was like, no, I'm keeping this car that you let me borrow. It was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, like that, like some churches do get into this rut where they just mm-hmm. use people. Yep. Oh, and as usual, you guys are spot on with your take about all men and women needing to be able to enjoy the time away from each other. Particularly, I think you make an excellent point about being able to have a type of relationship with your partner where you can express yourself to your partner and it not be taken personally or detrimentally. When you can do that, you can solve a lot of issues that arise in a relationship because each person knows that when things come up and they they can discuss them. Anyhow, great week of shows. Peace. The tickler says, we took a four-year-old and an 18-month-old to the beach last year. Oh, that's right, because we said you should lie to your kids. Uh-oh. We rented a two-bedroom condo and packed Benadryl. Shit, Negro. Every night, they got a little sleepy juice in their milk, <laughs> and it was on like popcorn. Good thing I had a vasectomy, or there might be another little niggler in my house right now fucking shit up. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't know if that 
is I child know. abuse or not um i'm just gonna pretend like i'm not an accessory to this crime Mm-mm. um uh i don't no, know what the law I, is no, on drugging yeah. your kids Mm-mm. um i'm not gonna be accessory after the fact mm-hmm. uh now i agree that disney world for one for a one-year-old is dumb but a kid playing in the sand with a shovel and a chapel is cute we know the 18 month old won't remember it but we do grandma and grandpa love the pictures it was still a getaway from the day-to-day grind and relaxing time for all yeah i agree i understand i i just would lie to them little niggas is all i'm saying i take them to the sandbox at the park take a picture of the pail just zoom in real close sitting at the grandma and granddad hey went to the beach and uh you know his ass won't remember they won't remember so i don't know i'm all about getting over bro uh also thank you so much for not being insecure and not taking that personal guys um uh, i feel like i have to read this because it was sent to me and this person uh pissed me off but um so remember we talked about the monica Lewinsky thing mm-hmm. and i made that a clip and people that know the history of the show know that um i'm the sexy voice thing is always a thing i was like it doesn't really do anything for me yeah 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 because you like i like sexy voices but you were saying like you can't really pick up i can't really tell i can only tell when someone's trying to be sexy and i'm like my mind registers like this person is trying to do sexy voice right now mm-hmm. so um there's uh, nothing about it that actually draws you to it versus a lot of people go "Ooh, i like the sound of that voice right yeah. and we you know we talk about this issue like we talk about anything it's a jokeful a jokeful manner to Everything. use one of karen's words yes well some chick friend jordan hit me up last night and was like complaining about something i didn't even understand it was 1 30 in the morning i was like huh this is how i responded to that because i didn't know what the fuck she was talking about so I guess during the show just now, she hit me back on um, this instant messenger. It was like, a while back, I stopped listening to the show because I was waiting for y'all to play my voicemail. And y'all stayed on this 15-minute long voicemail for some drunk lady. That's cool. Like, yeah, it's our show. We do what the fuck we want. Like if they're, if we want to talk about something for 15 minutes, we will because it's ours. It's ain't, not yours, ain't motherfucker. That's the truth. Start your own goddamn show. I'm tired yeah. of people telling people what to do with their shit. Start your own shit. Yeah, start your own boring ass show where you try to talk in a sexy voice and nobody gives a fuck. Um, no, I was steaming, and then you did this whole rant about women using their sexy voices and whatnot. Meanwhile, your wife sounds like she does shaking my head. It confuses the hell out of me, and I know I'm not the one, the only person that thinks that way. Uh, you're probably the only person that thinks that way that keeps listening to the show for some dumbass reason. Mm-hmm. We didn't ask you to listen. Mm-hmm. So time has passed, and since I did enjoy the show at one point, oh, that was the thing. She was like, oh, you don't like sexy voices, but it's okay for someone to talk like they from the backwoods of Kentucky. Obviously trying to talk about your accent. So I was like, um, why are you being so insecure? Mm-hmm. I I don't like fake sexy voices. Why Why is this such a problem for you? I didn't say Fran Jordan. I don't like your voice. I've never heard you speak. Hopefully I never will. So time has passed. And since I did enjoy that, the show at one point, I clicked. Can you believe this is the reason she stopped listening to the show? What a fucking idiot. Like, uh, uh I had no problems with your thoughts on the, 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 the jokes about the abortions or baby rape or puppies <laughs> being fucked by men. That was fine. But once you said something about sexy people, people put on That's fake sexy voice. I draw the line, sir. I don't play that, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a real Me issue. And all my women with our fake sexy voices come out. Right. With our telephones in our hands held high, ready to talk. I guess I should be reading this in our fake sexy voice, huh? Um, anyway, <laughs> um, and I know I'm not the only person that feels this way. <laughs> so, 
Time has passed, and since I did enjoy the show at one point, I clicked on to see what y'all was up to. And immediately, you start talking about Monica's fake sexy voice, and I'm listening. And she's just talking and not even to a dude, so that was just her regular voice. Are you serious? She starts the voicemail with, hey, handsome. It's a voicemail to Bill Clinton. She's talking to a dude. Dumbass. What kind of idiot does not think this? That's literally talking to a dude. The only way she could be more talking to a dude is if it was actually on the phone with the dude or in the face of the dude that she was talking to. It was for a dude. And it was clearly a fake ass sexy voice. Her real voice is when she did that laugh, that crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway crazy sexy women what's wrong with y'all um i'm listening and she's just talking and not even to a dude so that was just her regular voice y'all just be on hate mode trust me i understand why but i don't have to listen to it you sure don't baby we never asked your ass to Mm -mm. but i thought i'd let you know because i felt i felt how i felt because i bug it bugged the hell out of me there's a difference in being funny and just plain old ignorant. And only you and the ignorant people can, you click with, think it's funny. I am and always will be sexy as hell and intelligent. We never said you wouldn't, sweetie. You insecure motherfucker. We never said you wasn't. <laughs> Why are you so insecure? We're, I don't even know you. No. I don't even know you. You have a fake sexy voice, ma'am. You out here faking on these streets. <laughs> and the truth hurt. The truth. She was like, oh, no. It hits me in my soul. It's like I was talking directly about her. She was like, I feel the the anger that Monica would be hearing if she she has talked to somebody in the sucker dick voice before. I'm not hating on it. There's tons of dudes that love, love the that. sucker dick voice. They do. There's dudes that, oh, she's doing her sexy voice. I say I'm tone deaf to it. It's just funny it to me. I'm like, why are you talking to me like this? Just say you want to suck my dick. That's sexy enough. You don't <laughs> even need a fake voice. Sucking my dick is the sex. I'm like, oh, this is sucking my dick. That's gonna happen. Taking your clothes off. Okay, I'm good. I don't. I don't need, need the voice. <laughs> I don't need the voice. And it's okay. It's not, it's not. It doesn't mean you're less sexy or intelligent, friend. You might be a beautiful, intelligent woman. Although you do not understand context or comedy, which I think are two marks of not being intelligent, but fine. That is fine. (sighs) My voice, my style, and my character. And ain't nothing phony about me. Point blank, period. And nobody said it. So I said, who called you phony? And she said, whatever, Rod. And I said, don't be insecure. It's not attractive. She said, Rod, I am not insecure. That's where you got it wrong. It's your own insecurities got you coming at the neck of sexy women, period. Monica Lewinsky sexy? No, she's not. She I was mean, 45. hey. She looked like she was 45. To each day on. Okay. But you look way better than Monica Lewinsky, friend. Yes, you and do. And I think you insulting yourself by even comparing yourself to her. But whatever. And I just said, LOL. She said, and you're, feller, you're fairly, wait, and Y-O-U-R fairly intelligent i thought you would understand that and i said i do a comedy podcast it's just a joke she said yep whatever i don't have time i just wanted to speak my mind i'm out and i said you made the time you insecure ass nigga beat it she said okay and i said you have a fake sexy voice so there you go everybody's (laughs) up 
everybody's up to date on this trick god damn what is wrong with people it's just a comedy podcast people what are you doing yeah that's it we we what? make jokes what are you doing i don't know like we we talk we make jokes like do 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 people not understand the motto the motto of the show there's nothing wrong if it's funny I, 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 shit, I'm surprised I said it right, but that's the motto of the show. I feel, you know what's funny though? I but, feel but, but like. But the motto of the show ought to be, ain't nothing wrong if it's funny. That ought to be the goddamn right. motto of the show. You but, know what? But, but I, it's not. I feel like we're doing our job when we get these humorless fucks the fuck up out of here. Like, I like when people write us like, I don't listen to this show anymore. And I'm like, reading mm. their words, I'm like, it makes sense. You don't have a real sense it's of humor. humor. You're no. insecure. You don't know how to laugh at yourself. We laugh at ourselves yes, on the show. We, do a we lot. laugh at everything. It's it's irreverent. We're not here to fucking impress you by pandering to you like, oh, you know what I like? A good sexy voice. Ninety nine percent of men will tell you that your fucking voice is sexy and they love that shit. The one dude doesn't and now I'm ignorant. Fuck you. Fuck you and your fake sexy voice that works on these other dudes. I'm sorry that you gonna get to buy your fucking pool with me by having some fake ass sexy voice. Sorry, guys. You're wasting your time. We've had people call the show and do fake sexy voice. And I just be like, okay, she's doing fake sexy voice. Let's see if they have anything to say. And, I'm and, listening to podcasts yes. where people are just doing an entire fucking hour of here's my fake sexy voice. And I'm like, you're not fucking talking about shit. You just want to be on the mic sounding sexy. I got it. I don't need to listen to shit. I get it. That's not why I tune in. When I talk to my friends, I have a lot of female friends. When I talk to them, they don't need to do fake sexy voice to maintain my attention. They're actually intelligent enough to just talk normally. That's all. And everybody has a fake sexy voice. Everybody does it. Don't try to act like nobody's above it. It's one of the reasons it's funny is because of the idea that it is so common. Mm-hmm. So, some, every woman listening to this show, and probably some men, have left the fake sexy voice voicemail at least once. At least. I have. Everybody. Hey, baby. How right. you doing? Mister, I can't wait to Mr. see you when President. you get home. Good grief, man. Yes. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do, and I'm going to suck your dick for this 15 minutes. Let me call Betty, send her email. Right. Like, what is wrong with this trick? I thought she was done. Oh, she's still responding. (laughs) By the the way, anyone who knows you is wondering what you're doing with your wife. She is walking proof of your own insecurity and low self-esteem. You can talk all the tricks. So, Karen, you know, you... You the reason that everybody knows I'm insecure because I'm I'm with you. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. You bringing me down, baby. And, and, and I could be with a white woman right now. What am I thinking? You ought to be with a white woman. According <laughs> to the other group, I was fucking a white man. We all we all to be all to be cockles on up in here if I pronounce that right. Yeah. And they go in there, whatever the shit that is. Yeah, I'm gonna tell her you're right. I could have gotten a white woman. Um, she is walking proof of your own insecurity and low steam. Fran Jordan, y'all. Fran Jordan. Go find her on Google. You can talk all the trash you want, but any fairly intelligent person is going to be like, what the fuck is he doing with her? Hey, you know what? That's kind of a compliment, man. Thank you, um, Fran. I'm, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you feel that, uh, I, you know, that I could be pulling even better than Karen. You know, I, I always wonder, like, do I still got it? And uh to know that you think I do, um, that's that's good on you, friend. And I know you probably looking at that seat like I wish I was sitting in that seat next to him, making jokes in my sexy voice and trying to get people to laugh too, you know? And that's fine. I I guess so too. And you and you know what, baby? Mm-hmm. I do not know what it is. 
But I think the tables have changed because for the longest time we started this podcast, everybody was throwing the daggers at you. I know. I, we done changed spots, ain't we? I, it's she, like I, they get mad at you. They're like, you know what? Fuck your wife. Right. Like, what my wife got to do with this? We not even talking about my wife. I know you're married. Fuck her. <laughs> like, calm down, buddy. My my wife is not even in this conversation. I don't care. She a bitch, so I feel like I can attack her. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You can talk all the trash you want, but any fairly intelligent person is going to be like, what the fuck is he doing with her? It's a mismatch. That's why you can watch porn all day, because she knows she came up. She ain't complaining. I'm sorry. I hate throwing shade, but it is what it is. Ooh. You know what? I like Roger watching porn. I'm tell you mm-hmm. why. Because I love my husband. I can't fuck him every time his dick get hard. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just impossible. I just told so, her we had, sex, we had sex this morning. We were late for the podcast. So. <laughs> I, apparently, I know, right? Apparently, we, sorry, y'all. Apparently, I was wrong. Uh, I'm sorry. I hate throwing shade, but, but you love throwing shade. Because I didn't ask you for any of this opinion, Fran Jordan. But it is what it is, and you don't have to hear my voice, so whatever, man. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, man. All right, so she, I'm sure, I'll keep you guys updated as long as she wants to keep <laughs> talking. Um, I'm sure she's saying all this in her fake sexy voice. Um, do you have to trick your significant other into letting you do things you enjoy? Was our poll? Um, I was actually surprised by the results of this, uh, because I thought yes would be higher, but maybe people felt kind of ashamed, so they didn't say it. Or maybe a lot of people don't just have a lot of significant others or whatever, right? Yes. Yes, got 5% of the vote. It's the only way. Yes. No, I just don't get to enjoy anything. It was 5%. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just tell them the truth. 51% of people out here telling the truth, man. That's, that's what's up. That's a high percentage in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. I've been, we've all been around people where you're like, this motherfucker is lying like shit. He does not mm-hmm. want her here, but he pretended. Uh, 39% say I don't have a significant other to trick. So that makes sense. True. Comments on the poll. We got, uh, the tickler says to any man dealing with this shit, I have one thing to say. You know, all, you know, all women have pussies, right? This needy heifer does not possess any magical shit. <laughs> Cloud 2K says, I don't think I ever got to do a single thing I wanted to do in my entire life. Case in point. I was sitting down on to watch a Sunday golf game and my wife stands in front of me with her arms crossed. I got so instantly scared that I pissed myself, tucked my tail between my legs and started kissing her feet immediately. It was a close call, but I think I did the right thing. All y'all dudes is lying to people. You about to get me and fucked up. Wait, here she comes. Logs off. <laughs> uh, Miss Chris. Sure uh, he ain't no real house husband? He might be. <laughs> Peace. Uh, Miss Crystal says, Gabby sigh. Unfortunately, I don't have a significant other to trick or treat, but I think I need to do more tricking and crying and game playing to get you XY chromos to do what I want. My prop, I put things on the table. If you're down, then awesome. But if you're not, I move on. Them heavens that play games and use trickery and crying games on the other hand, always seem to win, at least on the outside looking in. So in honestly, in honesty and reasonableness, always the best policy. Is it always the best policy? Maybe not. FYI, Ron, that's deep throat. (laughs) Ron says, no sense in lying to people you match genitals with. Lies only get more convoluted. The more layers you have to throw on, then there's the scandalous discovery moment. There are fights, screaming matches, tears. And in the end, you wind up alone on your back, legs over your head, trying to suck your own dick and binge eating Cheetos and Ah! and sucking down bottles of cheap random beer. That is no way to go through life. Just tell the truth and you can suck your dick. Well, good for you. If you can suck your dick, well, good for you. 
So he's saying, uh, you know, it ain't worth it. Yeah, basically, that's what I'm taking from that. <laughs> I don't want to take too much of the dick sucking part. Um, the Real House Husbands episode five is out. We had a couple people already leave comments. Jump off 178 says, LOL, yo, this show is my shit, son. Hashtag genius. Mike in London says, I look forward to hearing your next mixtape. Uh, people that hear the show know what that's about. <laughs> yes, they will. Uh, someone gave a comment on tweaked audio. Says that thanks for the discount code works for me. Smiley face. Yeah, and for those of you that are overseas, tweaked audio is free shipping overseas. Also, and from what I hear, most people overseas uh, depend on where you are. You're still getting it in less than a week. So that they're they're uh, I've been hearing rave reviews doing their Twitter and been checking them out, y'all. So they so far everybody who has ordered has been pleased. Yep. Um. SMR 13, the Wolverine, uh, spoiler movie review. We had a couple comments on this. Natasha P said, I'm glad you guys reviewed this movie. Elon is magical when he's angry. He was good. Yes, he is. And, uh, we also had, uh, JL Coven on the show and, um, it got pretty, uh, pretty intense between Elon and he, uh, about these movie reviews. Craddigan says at one point, Karen said the Wolverine should have fought the bear at the start of the movie. And Rod said that that part was from the original comic. And while it definitely was, even in the comic, Wolverine had to fight that goddamn bear a little bit before he put it out of his misery. That whole thing summed up my whole problem with the Wolverine. I'm not using my movie pass to see Wolverine not fight. On the other hand, I sort of wonder if my attachment to Wolverine is blinding me from a decent movie. The same as people who never really wrapped up in Superman saving kittens from trees or whatever. Nah, probably not. Yeah, I didn't enjoy the movie. Yeah. So. Oh no, not as bad as the first one, but still not that good. Um, and then we had a comment from Tatum two one six that was in Spanish that I didn't understand uh, as a response to Balls Deep. So, all right, man, we got a bunch of stuff on here. Uh, uh voicemails for voicemails. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, for voicemails this week. Uh, so let me get the plan on. Joe, what's up, Rod and Karen? This is your boy Phil Five, man. Uh. I've uh, garnered a lot of criticism uh, in regards to my comments about the whole uh, he's and the girl Trayvon Martin thing. And I need to make a couple of things clear. Number one, um, I acknowledge the fact that I might have spoken from a place, you know, when I was speaking, I wasn't, I, I, I guess my head wasn't completely clear. I was kind of speaking of a place, from a place of emotion, um, you know, as well as not not having all the information um, that I needed to to make a you know a real informed informed like analysis of it, I was just kind of uh, kind of venting out. I was mad, you know what I'm saying. Everybody has been a lot of people have been mad about this, and you know I admit the fact that I was. Um, I was on a level like if, I, I guess I was on the level like if you weren't mad, then, you know, that I kind of was like, fuck you, me, you ain't mad, nigga, you know, you know, but, but, I mean, the thing about it is, um, I realized, I realized, you know, what I did wrong there, and, uh, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for my actions, but like, but I mean, you know, I did listen to what y'all was saying, and, um, you know, I you got a you got a really good point. I'll just uh <laughs> pretty much I just do more listening before I speak because it was kind of ironic. I didn't have any information about that whole uh keeping the girl 
uh, show, I, I just was going off of what you were saying. And, uh, you know, that, that put me in a place of uh, not being able to make a, you know, good comment on it. Like I said, I was just kind of mad about it. But anyway, y'all keep doing what you're doing. I enjoy the show. And uh, y'all be easy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um peace yeah it is it is ironic and that was kind of what we were pointing out because um it was funny you know because it's like well do you really research everything you know about them because you know you're telling them to research everything and i think it's because when it comes to certain situations we're all emotionally compromised you oh, know yeah. uh, it's like with fran jordan and this uh sexy voice thing she's emotionally compromised because it's a big part of her character to the point where she's lashing out against my well she thinks she's lashing out against my wife um she's talking shit you know about the show it's like she's emotionally compromised you can kind of see it play out live right now you know Mm -hmm. and it happens to a lot of people i think what you have to do is step back sometimes because i listen to a ton of stuff that i don't agree with all the time i listen to a ton of shows that are completely different from us people with completely different perspectives on life and i try to step back away from it and go okay this person thinks this because of what and that i don't think people walk around with agendas of like how Mm -hmm. this is just one person's perspective on life Mm -hmm. now they might have a microphone they might have an audience but it's just their perspective so you have to step back sometimes and be like okay noted that's your perspective cool i might not agree with it i don't need to uh instant message you talk bad about your wife i don't need to uh leave a voicemail cussing you out and also man one thing i do pride a lot of our fans on that uh, i think is the coolest shit in the world felt five rights in leaves in that voicemail to the show right Mm -hmm. we love felt Mm -hmm. we make a joke about like isn't it ironic that you just did this without doing your research about the fact that they didn't do their research we make that a running joke for two three shows maybe like it'll come up every once in a while and you go oh and we make a joke about it right mm-hmm. now i'm sure when he hears the joke a little bit of your ego is gonna be like ouch right he calls the show back like he's still talking to us on twitter mm-hmm. i didn't get any weird ass instant messages in the middle of the night mm-hmm. uh he didn't you know like he's not talking shit about my wife he just sat there and was like it's funny is yes Yes. it is ironic that i did that but it's still funny right like i don't get how like i don't know it's weird that other people aren't able to do that but that's why i think we had the best fans and that's what attracts me to our fans is the fact that that moment there doesn't happen for most people Mm -mm. and their shows nope it becomes a fuck you fuck you too right it's like oh or not just that you write in you recall in now i have to pander to you you know what i mean oh thank you so much for just even wanting to write into the show i mean hey it's i you had a bunch of better stuff you could be doing and uh even though you're saying the exact opposite of what we believe in i agree with you because you're calling me right now it's like i don't have to be fake i can just be like oh no that's funny and we joking on that for the next week and the person doesn't go fuck you and your show i hate you i'll listen to something else like no it's cool yeah that's fine next voicemail Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. It's nice to finally get a chance to leave a voicemail for you guys. I'm a long time. This is my first time call. I hear that crap. Anyway, so this so t- today or whenever, I mean, I'm in, I live in Korea now. I'm a teacher in Korea, so I get your shows a bit later or a bit earlier than some people, depending. So 
my days might be off. But I listened to the one with the dude bro. And that's the first time I can actually say that. Cause I know a lot of people try to come for you guys. And I, you, you knock them down very easily. But that's just the first time that I got, like, legitimately angry. Like, angry, angry. And then and then they talked about Karen. And I was like, nah, hell no, not Karen. Not Miss Karen. <laughs> and then, oh. But then, when you, so eloquently and so, and so just so calmly, to drag them, you drag the use like if they had the wigs, you would you snatch the wigs straight off them bitches. I was so proud of you. I am so proud of you. And they need to know that you are not the one. We are not the one. We are not the people that you need to come for when it comes to this type of shit. So regardless, they're just jealous. And you know when your parents say to you, oh, but you know, they're just jealous. No, no, shit, she's blatantly jealous. And the overt racism in place of humour, that just pissed me right off as well. But no, you handled that so well. I love the show. I love you and Karen so, so much. I love when Karen talks about her food because she's so passionate. Every single time Karen talks about food, I just think, damn, I wish I could just take her to Korea because you know that's where I live. And the show is the food because she would love all the seafood and yes, all the meat and all the different types mm-hmm. of things they have as well. And of course, obviously, you know, you guys are into your technology and stuff, you know, Korea is the place. But yeah, man, I'll love the show and I'm so proud of you guys. Anyway, just keep up the good, good work and, you know, man, I just want to say thank you for keeping me going because this show, I've listened to the show since about August last year and it helped me out for a really hard time. And even when I had my night, my crazy, crazy night job, it helped me throw up there like it was like a, when you guys have the, the three hour long shows, that would help me throw up like the toughest part of my shift and then I would be at home by the time it finished. And it was really good. And now I'm in Korea, and it's just like it's like family. You guys are like family to me. So I really appreciate all your hard work, man. And fuck them bitches. Fuck all them hoes. Anyway, nice, nice speaking to you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. I, I don't bye even bye. think they gave their name. No, she didn't. That well, is an adorable you, accent, though. I don't, I don't, where are you from? I don't know, but I love you too, sweetie. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm glad we could get you through whatever you went through, man. That uh, seriously, that um. You know, it's always crazy when people say that, cause like I said, there's a reverent show about just being funny and shit. But, um, thank you so much, um, for writing the show. And, um, I, you know, I felt like the dude bros, um, made it easy to handle them. I wouldn't have said shit to them if, uh, to be quite honest, if, uh, I didn't, um, think it was so, it was all, it was just so blatant, you know? But, um, thank you so much for, for calling in. Hey, what's up, uh, Roddy Karen? This is, uh, Tim. Uh, I am dying listening to this track because <laughs> trying to clown you guys. Uh, what's the call? No one should even tweet these guys a message. Like, all they're trying to do is get some magical fans over there. And they're not going to because they're Halloween. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just dying laughing at uh, keep the show up. Uh, it's always hilarious. We're in the moment one show says the flyer on the other show, so. But it's hilarious. I'm cracking up. Peace. Well, thank you, Tim. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I, it was just stupid ass jealousy. Uh, and I think the goal was that we would talk shit about them. They would continue to talk shit about us. 
and by osmosis some of our fans would go listen to them but even that, if it was just to talk shit about them but and, that's not the way i'd rather reach across the aisles and hey y'all go check them out hey y'all go, well you know their fans come over here like we're about that we're not yeah. about that negativity i don't problem. like rewarding trolls like even with this friend jordan woman i just went ahead blocked her uncircle on google plus like don't contact me you don't like me you want to talk shit about my wife there's no cool there's no like coming back from that we're not gonna be cool after this like i have no interest in being associated with someone like that um especially with that type of insecurity i'm not gonna be on my my p's and q's around you i'm not gonna be on my toes and i never will pander to a person like that so you know i even with a person like this is still gonna be um shit where it's like uh you uh, everything i and i say this before on the show everything i say when this i have an issue with you is to end the issue whether yeah, that i don't like the long going stuff yeah. like even with me i don't like stuff going on for weeks days months years that's stupid let's get this over with and move on with life right whether it's to end the issue by getting you to fuck up out of here or it's to end the issue by um being like i don't want to talk to you anymore but i don't do shit to linger in beef i don't sit around mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be like there's a reason i haven't even brought up the soft sea shit in months now i don't care like it was talked about everything i said i felt was to make what i felt known my feelings were out there people can pick and choose how they want to feel about that shit but it was said and i'm done with it it's not starting to show every month with or every day with let you know let what beef can we get into you know because mm, it's not that important i got other shit to do right i don't i don't uh send out the monica Lewinsky clip hoping that people with that do fake sexy voices will get mad i don't do that is you know if you have a problem with me i will gladly discuss it with you but at the end of the day i'm looking to end it and and, and my thing is this why can't people have conversations just talking and because we don't agree or you don't like something, I don't like something. Why does it, like you said, it goes from zero to 52. Why, right. why is like automatically it's personal shots instead of people just having a reasonable conversation? Cause I promise you, if you met her face to face, what she said would never come out of her mouth. Right. If she met you, she wouldn't say that. No, she wouldn't. She's fucking stupid. Like, but it's that boldness of the internet. I can say what I want to say. I can do what I want to do. I didn't personally attack anybody Mm-mm. to talk about Never someone's call nobody after their name. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, if I'm coming at you reasonable and you're on 25, this, why are we even talking to each it's, other? This insecure psycho shit is just crazy. I, I feel bad for any dudes that deal with her or whatever, but you know, you know what kind of crazy ass motherfucker you got now, man. I, I hope none of y'all had her in your circles and shit. Um, but yeah, but, but the point being, it's always the end it. So with the dude bro shit, I was like, I don't want to talk about this until I have a way to fucking say it's over. And a way to say it's over is these motherfuckers won't be doing this racist ass show anymore, at least not with their government name on it. That to me is a, well, we could talk about this because to be quite honest with y'all, we've had many people talk shit about the show. We've had many people try to come for the show and we don't even bring it up on the show because it's like, fuck them. That's right. Not that important. You know, only thing it'll be is an ongoing, long running beef. And honestly, sometimes that and sometimes not saying anything is even better will stop the beef because it's like i'm not gonna respond to your bullshit and then eventually they go away because the only thing they wanted was to be validated with a response in the first place because they're so insecure about their own self and their own lack of self-esteem that they can't like they are like uh self-esteem succubuses like they need to get it from you your residual esteem would fill them for a week is just getting that one mention from you getting that one angry rant 
so a lot of times i don't do it because it's like i don't want to make you feel better fuck you i hope you still feel like shit because your default setting is i feel like shit every morning and mine is close to spectacular so fuck you hey what's happening rod and karen this is bakari all the way out in the bay area of california i've been listening to you folks for about a month now i'm glad i came across you i was looking for specifically for uh black podcasters and here you are. Um, I appreciate, I really appreciate the segments, the content, and uh, j- just thank you so much for the podcast. Uh, so I just wanted to send my love all the way from California, San Francisco. Peace. 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 Thank you so much, Bakari. Uh, we appreciate you just showing, showing some love. You know what I mean? Thank you, sweetie. It was much easier than talking bad about us. Mm-hmm um karen you know i can do better so be on your p's and q's i will i will be watching porn all day today okay? i will i will and i hope you i hope you t- i hope you tell your white bitch she better uh bring some money in here to pay some goddamn bills so she gonna stay here she gonna be paying bills and rent too another one fights the dust and another one drops. And another one drops. Another one fights. <laughs> another one fights. Yo, dude, bro, where the fuck you at? Sitting at the crib, probably taking a nap. Guess what? You lost your job. Sorry, white boy. It's time to solve. <laughs> Crying in my beard. <laughs> Hope is my nigga. <laughs> fuck you, dude, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, do, ho. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yo, Rod, Karen, what keeps in Dallas, man? Oh man. On safe. Um, yeah, man. Great show, Rod. Love the way you handled it. Um, woo. You do. Um, you got a certain way of doing things, cuz. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, (laughs) proud to be. Fan of the fucking black guy who tipped. I don't always agree with shit you say, but that, that's what's cool about life. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, has their own opinion. So, um, hey man, good job. Not nice looking out. Uh, my blackness uh, meter, um, yeah man, my thumb's pointing straight up to the sky right now, man. Thumbs up for you, cuz. Uh, up top, as they say. Hey man, that's all see shit was nothing compared to this. <laughs> I mean, you ended that shit the way it was supposed to fucking end. All I need is one mic. One mic. One mic. One mic. <laughs> yeah, I had my own fucking sound effects, man. It was cold. <laughs> hey man, I gotta go back to work, but I just wanted to say that, man. Y'all be good. Oh, and for the people who wasn't listening, at the end, when, when my, when my dog dropped the mic, that, mm hmm. My Karen was really good. That's that good. Mm-hmm. Karen, I peeped that. I peeped that, Karen. I peeped that tank, too. That Fandango. That, that Mandingo shit. God damn, woman. Okay. You had me rolling on that one. With the you do. I love the way you do your thing, man. Tank queen. Keep doing your thing. Roll on. All right, man. Y'all be good. Keep some dollars. And I'm out. Peace. Oh man, thanks, Keith. <laughs> he had his own sound effects. <laughs> he, he had his own, own freestyle, own music. <laughs> <laughs>
I was trying not to laugh into the mic because I didn't want to <laughs> laugh over it so people listening yes. later wouldn't be able to hear. But I was dying. Oh, my God. Motherfucker had his own freestyle, dog. <laughs> Another one bites dust. <laughs> oh, man. Lost your job. Now it's time to sob. All right. Uh, next voicemail. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. Hey, man. Uh, bravo. Standing ovation. Hey, I heard Monday's show. Actually, I did more than hear it. Um, little brother, he sent me a text talking about, Chill, you need to hear this shit. You know what I'm saying? Somebody dissing black guy who tips. So, you know, I'm like, okay, let me shop him a tea. So, thank the love for my phone. I love my goddamn phone. So I go to Streetcast, blah, blah, pull y'all up. So I hear the shit. I hear all of this motherfuckery that them dudes, bro, you know, spent this shit. Okay. So, I'm thinking that, you know, okay, how many dicks am I going to tell these cats to suck up in this motherfucker? Right? That's what I'm thinking. But, I listened. And I kept listening. And, God, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Karen, I'm going to tell you something. Yes, ma'am. The way that y'all niggas handled that shit was nothing short of greatness. That was just straight greatness right there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I couldn't have done it any better. But I could have done it a whole lot worse. You know, <laughs> the fact that you didn't go there and fight ignorance with ignorance, you know, the, the fact that you said, okay, I'm going to dissect every goddamn thing you say. I'm going to laugh at you, but I'm going to dissect everything you say, throw it back in your face, and then make my point. And I'm not going to have to call you not one derogatory term. That shit right there, that, that was just, that was beautiful. And, you know, I was on the phone with Leonard, and he said, the chat room was kind of like, wondering what I was going to do. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. Even though my first instinct, you know, I love y'all, because you know I'm a sticker for y'all. But I said, nah, I'm not going to fight that kind of ignorance with ignorance either. And I said, I refuse to give these dudes. I refuse to contribute to these dudes 15 minutes of fame. I, I just refuse to. You know what I'm saying? Um, you handle your goddamn business. And at the end, when you drop the mic, when you say, hey, call your job, bro. That shit right there, I was just like, oh, <laughs> shit. You know, so on that shit right there, man, I just got to tell y'all, man, hey. And in all in all fairness, and let me just all honesty, I should say, I couldn't come on with no suck, suck a big talk because you know what? I didn't want to ruin y'all moment. The way y'all handled that was just so just, God damn, man, that that was on some Jedi shit, man. Some, <laughs> and I don't even like Star Wars. That was just on some next level shit. I I figured, you know, if I would have came with all my suck my big talk, that would have just ruined. The, the, the whole fucking that just would have ruined shit man you know what I'm saying and yeah y'all need to have this moment and y'all just need to shine on y'all own y'all know I got y'all back you know but for the record though you know I gotta be me you motherfuckers can still suck a dick I don't give a fuck what you say but that's about all you gonna get from me um yeah um it was so good Keith called me like 2 o'clock in the morning, Keith from Dallas, and we was talking, and he said he was behind on the episode. I said, Keith, if you don't do nothing else, 
right now. Listen to this motherfucking shit. I say, kid, if I know you, you're going to be mad. But I say, keep listening to it. So if you got feedback, you can put it out there now. Because I say, you know, Rob, he probably going to address it on the feedback show. And then he's going to be through with it. You know what I'm saying? I say, because, you know, Rob, keep it moving. He listened to it, called me back. He was like, nigga. He was just straight laughing. When you dropped the mic, he was laughing about the part where you say, well, shit, I, I had a good reason to call him nigga. Oh, man. <laughs> All I got to say, man, for real, bravo to you two, standing ovation, man. And I, I, I don't know. Even Owen, today, I told Owen to listen to it. Owen called me back. Holy shit, Batman. Holy <laughs> shit. You know, uh, you know. Owen's a dork, so, you know. Yeah, that's what he's... Holy shit. You know, but it, at the same time, you know. All that being said, man. Man, where the hell are y'all goddamn business, man? Where the hell are y'all business? And uh, on that note, uh, yeah, I'm gone. I done stayed too motherfucking long. <laughs> Blackout, he's your nation. One love. He's back. Oh man, thank you so much, Chill, for your kind words. Um, honestly, thank uh, you, Chill. I'm glad. You know, um, to be quite honest, I'm glad that other people didn't try to get involved, and nobody yeah. was stalking him. Nobody mm-hmm. went and start contacting his job nope. and all that stuff because, you know, I, I I think a lot of people could could have done shit like that. That, but um, I thought it was important that it didn't become yeah. harassment the other way. Yeah, and, and something I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna say this, and when I say this, I mean this. We have the coolest fans in the world. Our fans are very, very, um, reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, because you made the request not to do it, they respect, respected your wishes. Because at the end of the day, we, we, we do this for a job. This is the black guy who tips in corporation as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And anybody with any business sense understands how business and corporations work. And at the end of the day, we talked about it. Letters, emails go a lot further than you getting mad, you getting angry, you cussing out, you going and harassing. Shit moved within 24 hours a lot quicker than it would have moved from any tweet, any Facebook post, and any other harassing things that anybody could have ever said. This is the thing. We run a business, run a corporation. And, 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 and the thing that I feel about it, I think every single solitary fan that understood and respected those wishes. I understand that uh, because of the relationship we have with our fans, they understood why we responded like we were the way we responded, how we responded it. And I, um, Wanted to tell everybody out there, thank you for the love and the support because it means a lot. Yeah, I don't revel in having issues with people. It's really not my thing. Like, I would much rather us be able to do our show and keep it funny and do it five times a week and not have anybody writing or calling us or talking shit about us on their shows or whatever because it doesn't matter to me what they think really. And just for the fact for it to be on my purview kind of disrupts my vibe like i prefer you to not like me in silence like just don't fucking some people are like i wake up in the morning if you ain't getting hated on you ain't doing something right i'm like look if you hate me just shut the fuck up about it i don't care and it really would save you time from having to hear how much i don't care about it because you're you know a lot of times i think a lot of this hatred a lot of this shit talking it comes from internal insecurity man mm-hmm. like people just are not happy with themselves and so they're using other forms and other uh other mediums 
to get some type of uh emotional trigger like pulled so they can go i can blank on this person because i don't agree with them you know and also too i think that people don't like to see other people happy honestly like we're happy we over here with our fans we're doing a thing we're you know we're, we're growing we're reaching out we're doing all this great stuff and they look at their stuff and go, well, I don't have it. Well, well, if you work hard, you can have it too. We're not right. stopping you from doing like, think about, this. Like, think about this friend, Jordan lady, that, that felt the need to instant message me. Essentially, because I made fun of people putting on sexy voices, she felt the need to talk shit about my wife. Think yeah. about that. It just is, just in a very simple term, think about how that makes any sense to anybody. It doesn't. I didn't talk shit about her, our family, or I don't know her personal situation. I don't know her from Adam. She could walk down the street past me later today and I would never know it. But for some reason, whatever I said hit her in such a personal place. Yeah. That she thought I need to try to hurt his feelings by talking about his wife. That's how like fucked up beef shit is and it's why i don't revel in it and why i don't like starting it i don't follow people on twitter to talk shit about them nope i don't like i just am not into it because i feel like it's an insecurity in you that makes you think that that's rational for any reason yeah for any reason you thought that that was a good idea that's something fucked up in you you would be much better served by meditating on that shit or something reading a book whatever you have to do to excise that type of evil out of yourself you need to fucking do it man because there's there's no way you can be happy in life walking around with that type of miserableness trying to spread it to other people it's the misery loves company i know it's a cliche but it's it's, fucking true true. it is a true statement there's nothing lonelier than a fucking miserable person and they they will take anything for company even if it's by making you miserable as well and to me and maybe this is the way i feel it takes much much more effort to spread a negativity than right. it is to be positive even this dude um the dude bros that talked about the show they were miserable nobody listens to their show they're faking the facebook account pretending that it's a model so they can get attention like they're doing a bunch of fake shit behind the scenes because they just want attention because nobody cares they were miserable and lonely all right next next voicemail yo what's good around Karen? Uh, this is your boy Phil five man um and i must say I've never gone from uh, sheer anger to just uh, laughter that, you know, laughter and tears as when you told the story. I mean, when you were talking about this loose dog in the morning crap, dude. Dude, I was so fucking mad at first, and I was about to call in and be like, man, fuck these loose dogs, motherfuckers, and all this. But, yo, you, <laughs> you are my fucking hero, sir. I have to let you know that because um, the, the 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 response, I mean, in finding this motherfucker's job and fucking, you know, letting them know what type of asshole they, they are employing, that is like, that was like next level shit, man. And uh, I just want to call it commend you for that because, you know, that was, that was brilliant. I mean, that was, that was, I was so good. But anyway, man, yo. You're my fucking hero, man. <laughs> Salute Rod, man. Salute Rod. Culture Rod. I am now in the culture Rod. <laughs> yes, I am. Anyway, Black Eyed with Twitch Nation. Peace out. Peace. Peace.
Thanks, Phil. Thank um, you, sweetie. There is no coat, but thank you very much. Uh, you may join the Rod Hive. Um, if I expect oh, that's to, what it's called, the Rod Hive. Mm, now I saw it in the chat room. They call it the Rod Hive. I expect everybody okay. to attack all my haters. Okay. Oh, Rod Hive. That's what we are now. Okay. Mm, next voicemail. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. It's me again. I didn't leave my name last time, but I'm Girl Davis, number one sell up on Twitter. So anyway, so I'm just ringing you guys again just to leave another message because I've listened to the um after the aftermath of what happened and. I'm, I'm actually still in shock, to be honest. I can't believe that it all went down that way. But at the same time, I mean, you guys have said it and you've stated it loads and loads of times, and I just want to reiterate it and, and say I agree. You can't come for people. You don't know who people are. People don't just fall out of the sky. So what, what, what I mean by that is that when you know, when, even in the street, people try it with you. People try to just, like, say shit, people try to bully you, but they don't know what kind of back it is. They don't know what kind of background you have. So people should really watch what they're doing. And these guys, well, I already said that you guys ain't the one. You ain't the one, and you, you and you dragged him. But it's the way it's the way you went about doing it. And what I always want to say, I want to say, like, I really respect the fact that you said from day one. You said, like, to the fans, because we are fans, don't go and retaliate. You would really said, don't go and retaliate because it's not it's not that it's not as big as you know. You, you don't want it to be that big. Besides, <laughs> you were going to deal with it yourself. But you said, don't go and retaliate because obviously, you know, as you know, your name is one of us prime and we love that and feel like real talk, we could have assembled like the fucking Megazord and come together as a unit and taken them down ourselves, but we didn't, <laughs> we didn't need to do that. You did it yourself. And so now I just want to say I'm really proud of you guys, the way you handled that. And I just think it was so disgusting the way they came at you guys. Like how on earth are, they, are you going to try and come for somebody for being unemployed? Now, first of all, you guys have the number one podcast. Now, most people who do creative things like writing, acting, dancing, that kind of really creative stuff where you have to put yourself into it, those people are usually unemployed or usually have like a one-day-a-week job or, or part-time at most because, you know, you need the time to kind of get your creative juices flowing. So, fuck them. Okay, so so what's unemployed? So, and? You know what I'm saying? So, and? And then talking about Karen, say, oh, well, she does it with his wife. Um, So? Oh, where's your wife? Where is your wife, boo-boo? Where is your wife? I don't see your wife. I don't hear your wife. You ain't got a, where's your chick? You ain't got a woman. So, I mean, it's all dealt with and it's all in the past now. And I'm like, the fact that these, this man works with children is disgusting. It disgusted me that he worked with children. But I just think it's so funny how they really tried to do their damage control. Oh, let's delete um, these podcasts here and there. I mean, so it's too, it's too late. You've already got your recording on your own podcast so we done heard them already if somebody put out there into the atmosphere into the ether so it's too late so just want to say again i'm really really proud of you guys and keep up the great great work you know i'll be a fan i'll be a fan of forever and you guys don't never ever break up because if you ever break up well i will come <laughs> and i'll find the both of you and i'll destroy both of you because i love rod and karen as a unit and you guys better stay unit <laughs> All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you later. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about breaking up, um, and now I feel no. scared. No, so, uh, was, What was that Twitter handle? I think it's, was it Girl Davis or Grill Davis? I didn't get a uh, 100%, man. Um, but uh, I think I'm in love with her. And uh, is this what sexy voice is? Because now I think I understand finally. I like that British accent. How ironic that Fran would write on the day that I learned to understand that sexy voice is. Uh, Apparently, you just need a different accent in order for me to understand. Um, but uh, also, I feel like everything she said was adorable um, because of the accent. Mm-hmm. And she could have said anything. 
you know she could have really called in but like slavery wasn't that bad i've been like you know what in that accent i can understand where you're coming from uh yeah the chat the whole chat room is in love with you uh make sure you um hit me on twitter or something so i can tell everybody to follow you because uh i'm pretty sure everybody loves you now um and they need you in their uh timeline yep so he is rodimus prime and i'm say that again that is indeed at mm-hmm. um all right last voicemail that we do the emails right karen what's up it's mike Mike. um i was calling to uh touch on a couple of things related to the dude bros and their ridiculous shit um anyway uh one of my favorite things in life is to see dude bros get their dude bro come up in um (laughs) because i've dealt with so many in my life uh in both since in college and in grad school that i've had it up to my eyeballs in in broness, but um, talking about like you guys having fans and stuff, I yeah, that's kind of like a surreal experience. And the fact that you know after we do a podcast, people will be like, "Oh man, can you believe Mike said blah blah blah?" And I'm just like, I'm just like rambling off the top of my head, like I don't plan any of this shit out, but people still decide to listen to it. Um, when Brandon was like, "Hey, we should start a podcast to talk about hip hop." I was like, okay, cool. I heard a podcast and didn't really listen to them. Um, I remember the first time, Rod, that you were on our show, uh, when we were connecting the Skype call before we started recording and stuff, uh, you were like, hey, Mike, what's up? And I was like, yo, what's up, man? And in my mind, I was like, I feel like I know this guy. <laughs> but for some reason, I can't place the voice. Is this somebody we went to high school with? I don't know. But... I think that's the reason, ultimately, why people really are fans of your shows, because you guys just kind of feel familiar. Like, even if people don't know you personally, you have, like, both of you have the sort of chemistry and the the relatability that people are just like, even if they don't agree with what you say, they relate to you as people, and they just understand that you're just being yourself and being real, and... That's a wonderful reason to have fans, and that's why people like Dave Chappelle. And I guess that's why people like Prince, because, I mean, Prince is eccentric, but Prince is really like that in real life, so you can't help but respect that. And you guys are good at talking shit about ratchet things and, (laughs) you know, doing you. So, um, yeah, good riddance to the do, bros. uh, And, you know, I guess... Be happy that you have the fans. That sounds weird. Be happy. You better be happy that you have the fans. Um, <laughs> embrace it. Enjoy it. It's cool. You guys have definitely deserved it. Um, and yeah, man. Keep up the good work. Y'all have a great show. Uh, thanks, Mike. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, it's cool, man, because I think, I think honestly, what a lot of people, um, if the people that do like us and like our show, I think they just like the fact that we're genuine, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times when I listen to shows, I hear, like, the shows that turn me off most are the fake shows. People, me too. In, The people in life that turn me off are the fake people. I really think the whole sexy voice thing, the only reason that I don't care about it is because I know it's being faked for me. You know what I mean? Some people might have a genuine voice where they talk like that all the time. But yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? I th- and I think insecure people are bothered by me. I've always, I, this has been true my entire life. Mm-hmm most people that have a problem with me uh in my experience it isn't even some shit i did or said to them it's just a certain amount of insecurity they had that 
seemed to bother them just by the fact that i was being genuine you know yeah and 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 also um it doesn't bother me but when you have people insecure people are bothered by secure people people that come in and they're not bothered things don't bother them they're just being themselves they're just straightforward with people that bothers people or either because you uh make jokes and you crack at everything across the board for some reason when you joke and you cracking at stuff instead of them looking at it for what it is a lot of times a joke mm-hmm. they take it personal because they already had insecurities about it and they feel like you're magnifying it and you don't even know it's an issue until they bring it up which has nothing to do with you right and and it's also it's it's one of those things where it just makes me um think about it i have nothing to do with your insecurities nothing at all and it's it's just weird how people re- try to reflect that and bounce that back on you oh you talked about my insecurities well i'm gonna talk about your wife oh you talk about my insecurities right. well i'm gonna talk and you like well sweetheart we're not even on the same level and i have nothing to do with your insecurity that's some shit that you need to fix right now you're having a phrenic attack calling my show and shit like calm down it's all right guys you know and the same thing with the dude bros that shit starts with you not being happy where you are we were 13th on the list at one time we were fucking 100 on the list yeah. at one point like you know we, we've looked on on um itunes and got 10 it was like shit 10 people listening to us right so you know i think when people come come now when they see where we are now they fail to realize that we remember what it's like like everything well, we have know, now we built on our own but you know what it is we were happy every step of the way yes there was, we were there was no point where i was like karen we can't get past number 30 on this list it wouldn't have bothered me it was like we hang up the mics and we go did you was that good did you enjoy that show that was a good show wasn't that was fun Mm -hmm. i enjoyed talking to them oh man we had some good feedback what are we gonna name the show like we're reveling in our own world of happiness over here don't fucking come in here with your miserable shit trying to make it cancerous like leave leave us alone and roger's right we we were just we was just as happy with 10 as we are with the people we have now yeah and and the thing is like because we're happy in our space and in our own world we don't want the negativity here yeah uh we got emails uh then we wrap up the show cool i like to offer you a trade i'm white you are black um i googled around and came to your blog as a white guy who lives in washington dc i really a really really black city i am assuming that you speak for most black people i'm interested (laughs) i'm interested in acquiring robert griffin III on behalf of white people we want to we want him to be white now I'm prepared to offer you Eminem, Larry Zonka, John Riggins, and the white half of President Barack Obama, and the white half of Derek Jeter and Sidney Crosby. You could use a hockey player. All that, <laughs> all that in exchange for RG3. Think of what people would say if you got Sidney Crosby. He's arguably the best hockey player in the world right now. If he was black, he would be like Tiger Woods, pre affair stuff of hockey. Kevin Love and John Stockton are off limits, but we are interested in also acquiring Darius Rucker. I thought y'all already had him. I assume you're not willing to trade Jimi Hendrix. Of course not. Sincerely, a white guy. Oh, did he listen to Consumption Junction? Right. When we did the uh, the draft, the racism uh, trades. Yes. Um, But no, you can't have RG3. Sorry. You have to wait till he does something. When he's up for renewal. Uh, The official impossible white man of the show wrote in. Oh my God, dude. So I decided to go to NY with a girlfriend and her friend to have dinner because she got me some swag from a CrossFit, impossible white man shit, in Iceland. So we had dinner for a couple hours. We had drinks at another place for about an hour. And then we went back to Grand Central Station, major New York transit hub, uh, to head back to Connecticut. But 
what but we had more time so we went to another bar while we waited for the train so we're sitting at the bar and like it's been like five hours together we bring up podcasts and the mutual friend says she listens to them too so she asked what i listened to and says she was black i felt comfortable belting out the blackout tips she says she does too so i'm like wow cool our mutual friend took a back seat at that point so she puts her fingers to her lips and says something like guess who i am and i said oh my god who and she told me she was miss chrisable wow for real mm-hmm. wow and then she shh me and i was like oh my god you are miss crisable i hugged her and went crazy at the bar so at 2 a.m before her train stopped we have been talking to each other to death about the show while our mutual friend is left out explaining ex- and i explained to her how i am the impossible white man and we have just been going on and on i told her i was going to email you so here it is miss crisable and jay the impossible white man in the photos i'm the one on the right she's on the left our mutual friends in the middle and she sent us photos of them hanging out man oh i know right it's a small world uh so miss crisable was actually on this email so she responded too she said ha 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 that's, that's how i was written finally woke up at the, wouldn't it be funny if that's how she really laughed though ha 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 <laughs> finally woke up after being wine and dine and took it home last night by the mutual friend winky face was jay a wing woman was molly popped in my drink because i got wasted after a couple of drinks going down like a punk but oh my god me and jay me plus jay equal doing impossible white man stuff being all, <laughs> being all adorable with titties and bouginess and goofiness and blackness and sassiness mm-hmm herman kane smile <laughs> we're already plotting on how y'all how to get y'all up here and i already got a carload of people to bring down with me to charlotte and we both mentioned how we got to go down to cowfish at some at the same time we just got to say jinx uh, we just forgot to say jinx so they both were like we need to go cowfish uh, i also told her how rod got all sick on me the last time i'm still a little bit but uh, but hurt over that but what else we going down there and gonna better get the nick juice shirley wong esquire treatment um <laughs> for the record uh i also missed meeting my brother's fiance now uh parents that weekend so yeah he did so was, he didn't get to do nothing yeah i didn't get to play ball i didn't leave the house i was that was i like how me being sick was a letdown for her like the actual sickness i was going through wasn't a big deal for me and he was not happy like i'll just be sick and i was like you okay you want anything he was like, i'm good i was like well i don't want to leave you but yeah can't left can't left the shit out of me she's like bye nigga and went to see my brother's fiance i hope you feel better you need some more you need me to bring your son back on the way home right here's some soup but anyway overall our night was fun we had our waiting to exhale sister girl power over vegan some vegan food in a posh upper west side wet restaurant sipping cocktails and wines with names we can't pronounce wobbly walking the streets of new york getting mo- modestly and moderately delightfully street harassed with snowboard gear in jay's toe <laughs> yes she really is about that impossible white man life no catfish it was fun and straight out of love jones i heard neo soul music while we walked the street all sexy and black mm-hmm <laughs> by by the way the whole stop and frisk thingy i mean the young black thugs just got to get over it because none of us have ever been stopped nor frisk while visiting the great city of new york and as far as catching calves black celebrities need to get over it and themselves never an issue for us actually last night we didn't even hail a cab but the cab stopped in the middle of Times square just to offer us a ride he's we, seen them titties mm-hmm. we politely declined the cabbie got out of the car tipped his hat and bowed and said good day ladies and went on his merry way 
well maybe not all that but he did stop in the middle of Times square to offer us a ride i bet don lemon is hard as a rock right now shaking my head <laughs> now i gotta go back and listen to when jay was on y'all show and stew and jealousy and she was on with shirley wong esquire it's a good it's all good because we're going to get down there and it will be on like donkey kong in a thong doing something wrong oh lord <laughs> that's pretty on she said she got y'all by the way of ktg and i got y'all by blacking it up yes we still call it that and lust over uh lust after aaron in unison with no shame because he ain't married um but we're plotting for real and about to get into some trouble real soon mm-hmm. well not too much because none of us were able to make a lemon drop shot to the head uh take a lemon drop shot to the head we all sipped it like a regular drink man we're getting old shaking my head by the way we got that shot because jay and our girl tipped like a motherfucker oh I, okay i know that's enough for now hugs and kisses miss christable um and uh they had a couple more emails to to after this but they were shorter and i just basically asked could i read those on the on the, the first one on the show so that's cool man they got pictures i'll see if i can put them up on a facebook page for everybody man I, it is a small world i know right isn't that crazy <laughs> um my man john who's a former roommate from uh college wrote into the show he said luke dog in the morning or loose dog in the morning hey guys i wasn't sure which email to use so i sent them to all three that i got on file deal with it i, I want <laughs> I wanted to write you guys on your beef with Mr. Loose Dog. I commend you for reporting the guy to his workplace. At first, I just thought they were going to be like, so this is the number one show. Since when does a food critic have a comedy show or something along those lines? But they started talking all, taking a disturbing, upsetting turn by spitting that racist garbage. You guys handled the situation a lot better than I would have. I absolutely agree that this guy, Loose Dog, had no business teaching kids. I live in the same area with this guy that this guy lives in slash broadcast from. And it's crazy because I can't believe parents have already had this guy, uh, haven't already had this guy investigated or fired for his radio show. The people around here, and rightfully so, don't play when it comes to who is around and teaches their kids. I hope this his workplace uh, took your letter serious and didn't just give you lip service to just blow you off. Please let me know if you want me to send a letter also, or if you just want to drop it. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. You guys don't need to do that. Also, I have known you and Karen since college, so you guys are like family to me. So when he started going in on your marriage and saying things like fix him some chicken, I got really upset because you guys aren't just voices on the Internet to me. I know you guys in real life and you guys are both decent people, not some anonymous caricatures the way that loose dog showed made it seem. I know this is long and I'm rambling, but I listened to your response last night and wanted to send you some support in more than 140 characters and to let you know that if you needed me to also send over some correspondence to Bach to Rock, I will. Keep on beasting with your podcast. P.S. I still am aiming to kick your and Karen's ass in this league, in this year in our league. I will not be fourth this year, damn it. So that was, uh, John, um, with a little bit of a threat about fantasy football, but before that, uh some very kind words and thanks man we appreciate the support seriously but we yeah do. no nobody else need to contact them man i think the lesson was gotten uh received when he you know deleted that that entire podcast like once you delete your podcast from the internet i feel like you got the message you know mm-hmm. um and uh yeah yeah i'll just take it at that and i do feel the same way like people just tend to think of other people on the internet like they're not humans like they're non-caricatures of themselves yeah and i think luke Stog and those dudes were doing caricatures of themselves and they thought that that was the game that everybody's playing it's like no we're real people we're not faking it we sure ain't 
uh tamaker right saying charleston episode really really enjoyed the charleston episode it just so happens that i discovered your podcast and the whole arena of black podcasters while living at musc the big medical hospital in charleston after my mother was found to have some form of pancreatic cancer that killed the same form that killed steve jobs i literally relocated to charleston to make sure that i was with her through it all no way i was leaving her side it was an incredibly scary time for me and my family and you and karen got me through it yo thanks for what you do I lived there with her for over four months uh, with her through the surgery. And while she recovered and cared for her around the clock for another two months after we got back from Columbia, South Carolina. And one of the first breaths of fresh air I was able to take was when she resumed living on her own was the morning I listened to your podcast and my daughter's new puppy ran off the leash while I was cracking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Remember we ran, did yeah, we name like, the episode after that? Yes. Yeah, so was like, what happened to the dog? You right. the dog just ran. Nobody ever heard from the dog again. <laughs> yeah. He never wrote back about the dog. Did they still have his dog? <laughs> I know. Let us know, baby. Oh, uh, he says, uh, the new puppy ran off the leash while I was cracking up at something you and Karen were saying. And I was honored with the show title, but what about the dog? Ball in, step y'all fan game up, chat room. Good looking out, good looking on reporting, on repping hard for Charleston to South Carolina. See, Florida, this shit ain't hard. Keep up the good work. P.S. Your goat, uh, go- greatest of all time at trolling and reverse trolling. Dude bros trying to get some shine off the blackout tips back. Nigga, please. Hope that bitch got fired and start delivering pizza for a living. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we also had this one um from d she writes in hello rod and karen first off i want to apologize in advance for any clumsy wording that may appear in this email secondly you two are like the favorite southern cousins who i used to stay with every summer when we were little and hang out with at family reunions that i never had and thirdly (laughs) (laughs) and thirdly if there was a way to harness it the power of karen's laugh could help solve the world's energy problems (laughs) <laughs> okay so after coming across the blackout test a few months ago via another podcast i felt i felt finally i had the right to tell you how much i appreciate your show it has helped me to actually look forward to going to a job i can't stand so i can listen to the show i enjoy i remember those days and i definitely that's one of the reasons i love podcasts so like, i hate this job thank you so much for doing this guys um i enjoy the anecdotes and the interesting topics you cover but what really puts a smile on my face is when rod cracks up at his own corny jokes and karen's exuberant catchphrases such as ain't that the truth oh my <laughs> and my personal phrase uh, my personal fave i know it's so that's everybody's favorite now <laughs> so thank you rod and karen for this great show and for sharing your thoughts and lives with us i wish you continued success um sincerely d and then she said um P.S. Have you ever told the story of on the show of how you two met? If so, can you refer me to that episode? If not, do you mind sharing that story with us? I'd really love to hear the origin story of Ryder Karen. Um, I know we've talked about it a few times before. Um, I don't know if we talked about it late and I don't remember the episode number. Um, but long story short, we've known each other since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually went to elementary school together. Yeah. And I actually, uh, sat next to Karen on a bus one year in, I think, junior high school or something. And we kind of became friends. And, oh no, it was actually high school. Mm-hmm. And we kind of became friends and hit it off in the same, you know, uh, live in the same neighborhood. And, 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 and the funny thing, um, about Roger that we like exchanged phone numbers that we might have taught like, 
every now and then, but it was like every time we talked, like either his mama or my mama would literally run us off the phone because when mm-hmm. we started talking, we would talk for literally hours, and I wouldn't talk to him for like another six months on like actually on the phone, and then we talked again. It's like we never stopped talking. Yeah, we talked about Tom and Jerry and all kinds of other stuff, mm-hmm. and um, then uh, one day she was wearing this purple dress, and I was like, I got to get me some of that. Um, so. <laughs> I didn't know she was working with all that under there. So, um, that was pretty much it. And, uh, yeah, uh, she asked me out on a date to go to see a play. Um, a bad was, play. This was, this was pre, um, Tyler Perry, but Tyler Perry probably could have wrote the play. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. <laughs> it was that same format. Um, so we, we hung, we did that and, uh, we started hanging out after that and going to movies and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, and I think we were about 15, 16 years old. So, uh, been together ever since. Um, she also wrote this part. First, she said, don't read it on the air, but I was, you know, I was like, well, it's awesome that you wrote it. And then she was like, well, you can read it on the air. Um, she just didn't want to overshare or make it too personal or too long. But I was like, you know what, man? Uh, if, you know, if you want to, want us to read it on the air and you don't mind, then I would love to read it, you know? She says, I usually don't pat people on the back for knowing things that they, that should be common sense or doing things they're supposed to do, i.e. saying someone is a good dad because he takes care of his kids. But, Rod, I just have to acknowledge what a good ally you are to women in regards to your views on misogyny and sexism. I'm not sure how to word this next part, but you say anti-sexist, anti-misogynist things so matter-of-factly on your show all the time as if it's the norm, and that's part of what I find so refreshing about the black guy who tips. I don't know. Maybe it means a lot to me to hear a man talk so easily and naturally like that because it seems like half of the politicians in the country have lost their minds when it comes to women's rights. Yes. And it seems so common now because especially since President Obama's been in office to hear people in the media say insensitive, bigoted and downright hateful things about certain segments of our population. I've also heard you on another podcast where the host said things that were a bit problematic and you pushed back and didn't let it go unchecked. And on episode 529, I was glad to hear your rant against the boys will be boys mentality that that fuels rape culture while you were discussing the case involving college football players. I really wish your views were the standard in our society. When issues of teenage heterosexuality come up, I get angry when people say they they hope they don't have daughters so they won't have to worry about that or glad that they only have sons because they're easier to deal with. Is that kind of thinking that leads to putting the burden on women to, quote unquote, protect themselves? As the mother of a six-year-old daughter that mentally frustrates me, also it hit a nerve with me when Karen said that some women don't even realize they've been raped. That made me teary-eyed because for years I had been one of those women. Uh, Trigger warning. I was raped when I was 14. He was in his 30s, but the idea that it could be rape never crossed my mind until I was well into my 20s. Yep. For years I assumed it happened because I was being a, quote unquote, fast-ass girl. Yep. For liking an older guy. He told me he was, we, he was 22 when we met. Even though I didn't want to do it and I felt, and I felt very scared and wrong when it was happening, I still never thought it was right because I didn't say no. Because I didn't fight him off because I didn't scream, just let it happen. I told, I finally told my mom because I wanted to go get tested. She never said it was rape either. We never reported it, which I regret immensely because it wasn't the first, I wasn't the first young girl he messed with, so probably wasn't the last. Sorry for getting so personal. The episode struck an emotional core of me, and I felt the need to, to overshare. LOL. Take care. Um, first of all, you don't need to apologize for that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. No, I, I say, and I said that statement, and I mean it. Um, when it comes to rape, women are not taught 
even if I don't verbally say no, if this is an action that I do not want to conduct in, it's still no. Yeah. And men are not taught you don't stick your dick in something that does not want it there. Mm-hmm. Um. And well, they're, they're, you know what? They're taught the, well, if it's, if it's no, like this blatant, like, I'm a scratch your face no, yeah, then that's a rape. But I, it's like, if someone can't consent, if someone is not down, like, like, don't y'all want to be wanted? Like, isn't that part of a turn on for sex is that this person wants to have sex with you? Like, that's not creepy to you that, you know, just the fact that someone's 30 and they're like, I'm on, I need a 14 year old. Some, that person's a rapist. Yeah. And, and then legally, I, even if she never yeah. would have, um, because she was, under even age. if she would have consented, you can't consent at 14 in most states. That's like, right, because you're, 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 you're underage. And, and also the, the, the thing that, highly 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 upsets me is that a lot of parents buy into this so when their daughters come up and say i've been touched right. instead of you doing an investigation and finding out you just assume like she said it, it, it goes back to you being the fast ass you had right. your titties out you had your ass out instead of said motherfucker don't touch my goddamn child right this is what happens you know like it's like 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 rape is some sort of disciplinary punishment like this is what happens to you you know yeah and and i remember um somebody was telling me on twitter because i uh, i got an abby up of me and layla mm-hmm. and one of my um somebody hit me on twitter and they was like hey you know can i think that you would make a good mother and i hit them back and i started laughing i say you know what i say i don't want any children because i know i would make a good mother and i would kill a motherfucker over a child right so <laughs> right. that's why i decided not to because the second somebody does some bullshit like this it's going to be problems. It's going to be issues. It's going to be investigations. I'm burning down buildings. I'm right. trying to find out what the fuck is going on. And society makes it hard to fight that fight because yes. pretty much at, since shit has been handed down and I, and for the, for the record, I am optimistic and I'm hopeful about the future. And I do feel like people are waking up, but, um, I do feel a certain amount of responsibility to kind of say something when shit starts going you know too far like i do feel a certain like well when this topic comes up and we're talking about rape i do want people to be like i heard rod talk about this this way and i hope other people pick it up i hope other dudes i feel like dudes are not to dismiss women are much more important voices on this topic because so often dudes are the ones who either get quiet because it's uncomfortable Mm-hmm. and you don't want to say the wrong thing and have somebody go oh you just as much of blah 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 but then too they don't ever want to come out and just be like uh this is wrong and it's and not only is it wrong but we need to teach kids how wrong it is we need to teach men we need to teach boys how wrong and, it is because it's almost like well i'm going against my sex if i say that and, you know and the thing for me is this whenever it comes to victim People that are not victims have a louder voice than the victims in all right. situations, regardless if it's racism, sexism, right. whatever it is. Because the thing is, if you don't do it and, and, and if our culture began to shame people that did it instead of letting it pass, making it okay, doing that bullshit like we read that article the other day, covering up. You got universities covering shit up. You got parents covering shit up, covering because it's my uncle or your family or, and shit like that. Everybody want to brush it underneath the rug because the sad part about it, when it, when it comes to rape and rape culture, it's not only little girls, it's males too. And right. that's something And that's something else that's not spoken about. Everybody assumed that rape victims are women. women. There are tons of male rape victims and not only do 
do they have to deal with being raped you have to deal with your quote-unquote manhood being being taken away from you on top of the fact that you've been raped so it's like a double-edged sword when it comes to men and males and them coming forward because even with this most of the time if man goes to get help they even get condemned even more than women do which is something else society does yeah. not want to talk but about and the thing is rape in general in our culture is way too fucking common for people to just hear these stories and say boys will be boys or what was she doing drinking or like it's way too common for y'all to dismiss it that way it really is like if this shit wasn't happening to so many women and so many people in general and so many people weren't having to feel shame and quiet about it and live in silence then uh you know then you can have these harsh attitudes where you just don't give a fuck but i feel like when it's such a rampant problem you none of us can afford to not give a fuck about this Mm-mm. you know it, yep and I, don't y'all know women don't y'all love women like isn't there somebody in your life that you just be like i if this happened to them i would fucking want to kill somebody well yeah. that's how i feel about all these women like what what's so you know just the problem in general should be infuriating to everybody i don't know why it would just be me and i don't want and like i don't want to be called an ally i don't want any special pat on the back for it because i feel the default should be for everybody to feel this way um and i i would really i feel like it would be much better if people were like man everybody i talk to sounds like rod about this topic i would feel way better if it was like man tell you this much i was 14 and i got 17 talks about what consent is when i was 14 but dudes don't well dudes never talk about that because we don't have those talks yeah and and the th- and, and, and what's so funny about it is and, and something that she brought up also that i want to expand on mm-hmm. it's funny when it comes to children people say i'd rather have a boy versus a girl um but even saying that is admitting that you yeah, understand yeah, there's a problem yeah yeah so how can you do the boys be boys the the, the girls being fast uh, how can you even think that shit when you know that second you're like fuck man this is a real problem that can happen to somebody i love and that i've promised to take care of yes and, and, well there's a lot of people out here on this earth that are someone's love when that someone has promised to take care of i don't see how we can dismiss that and that's my problem with it children children period males or female if you have a child it is very difficult to raise them and like i said it goes back to everybody thinks that it's only women boys get molested and raped too for the fact that you have a child you it's your job to protect that child right um all right but thank you so much for writing in d um and thank you for sharing honestly thank you sweetie um, i know that takes a lot for people and i know that it's not it's definitely a touchy, touchy subject and even though we're irreverent and make jokes about everything, um, you know, there are some things that we do have a serious conversation about. It's like, you know, I don't know how people can't see that shit as common sense. Me, me, me either. And, 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 and the thing is, like I said, my niece, I love her very dearly and she's my heart. But I tell you right now, I will cut a motherfucker if you touch that child. Right. Um, and I feel like everybody thinks that about the little girls in their lives. So why can't we think that about the women in our lives? Ain't that the truth? I really don't see why why it's a big disconnect. But just okay. children, period. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. I I'm, I'm as flabbergasted as everybody else. I, it seems like, and and I'm not one of those people that is some type of crusader. I don't think when people do stand up and they make a rape joke that someone needs to be taken off TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think when people make a a song 
uh like blurred lines that this guy needs you know he needs to apologize i'm not one of these people in context but when we are literally talking about rape culture literally people are being raped behind the idea of this is a football team we covered a a, a, a we'll probably talk about it tomorrow but we covered a, a article on the show yesterday for balls deep where a middle tennessee state player beat his girlfriend for because he wanted her to give him weed money and other players on the team fucking recorded it do people not understand how fucking crazy sports culture is like the fact that you go that's my teammate i'm gonna record this for world star instead of let me dial 911 let me get this dude off of her let me want tell somebody you go i'm gonna record this because it's hilarious because my teammates doing it that's how real this problem is man yeah and and like i said and that's one of those things where uh they would never do this but you know what if you post bullshit like that honestly like if you go and you're yeah. sitting there and you and you do nothing to stop this right you ought to be charged with something also right just and i think they did get charged with something but the point i mean I, or they got kicked off the team which is funny because for some dudes getting kicked off the team probably worse than going to prison for some dudes because mm-hmm. that's how much they love sports anyway i'm not your enemy mudslinger writes in dear rod and karen the end result of the dude bros podcast has made me realize that trolling people is not cool finally that's what made you do it oh i don't believe him. i don't believe you either. You'll, be, we'll, you'll be back next week yeah therefore i'm going to turn over a new leaf and stop making inflammatory ratchet commentary for the next five seconds oh that sounds about long enough okay now i have to say that i really support the show but i'd like to know if i could ever meet you and hang out with shirley Wu and ty diamond dallas page of course this would be after i get out of jail god bless you and good night <laughs> i do not feel comfortable meeting you in person you know <laughs> My thoughts on this week's shows from Howard Tyrone Smith II. Hey, Ryder Care, love this week's shows. Anyways, here are my thoughts on some of the episodes. My mom that got, the mom that got upset that her son saw two people having sex on TV reminds me of, well, they weren't even having sex. They were making out in the commercial, but okay. Reminds me of an annoying paradigm that exists in America with parents. They lose their minds over anything sexual shown about around their kids, but have no problem with letting their kids be exposed and desensitized to violence. Yeah, that's an American issue. Yeah, that is an American issue because in other countries it's vice versa. They'll, mm-hmm. they cut down on violence and they're, uh, they allow more things about sex and sexuality to be open. And in a lot of these countries, they don't have, as far as industrialized nations, they have less, a lot of times less STDs, less teenage pregnancy and all this stuff compared to here in the United States. I mean, that literally means that here in America, people prefer TV shows that show men killing and raping women rather than having consensual sex. Proof of this being that I see people in my family that complaining when I watch that I watch anime that has sexual ep- undertones in some episodes, but they still sit down and watch an all weekend marathon of Law and Order SVU. Yeah, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. As for the issue of the parent that wrote the hateful letter to her neighbor about her autistic child, I have just I have just this to say: Fuck you. My best friend is autistic, and he's the coolest guy we all know. He has a job, goes to college, and he has fucked more women than Tiger Woods. Well, that's all I've got. <laughs> what a measuring stick. Well, that's all I've got. Glad to to have you back after vacation. Uh, keep up the good work. We will. Thanks, uh, Howard. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, Professor LCA tries in. Lower taxes with your mouth, episode 530. <laughs> Classic, the black guy who tips. Hi, Rod and Karen. Riveting stuff in this episode. This is how I began to listen to the show. Thrice listens, one in the middle of the night, one at my desk, and one in the car. What's so good about this episode, in my humble opinion? It reminds me that as much as I love just plain old LOL and that just show, the best episodes for me are the ones that have me laughing while cringing. 
<laughs> you know like betty and then she put a picture of betty curry the secretary for bill clinton oh that was getting oh all, so that's betty oh mm-hmm. you can just tell betty or to have your staff tell betty oh so professor l says you go ha oh yeah <laughs> yes this is poor harassed do feel sorry for her karen betty curry yes she knew lord jesus not, not only did she know she got caught out on clinton and lewiski's mess um she sent a uh article uh betty curry where are they now the clinton impeachment a time magazine article from 2009 oh, um oh, betty terrible but i'm getting ahead of myself first of all i'm so mad y'all parsed this lewiski recording the way y'all did oh my god you've officially become the news is this the first place i've heard about this my week has been insane but i know no other network or cable station dared handle this the way you have lol and hill's about to make that presidential presidential candidate announcement too mm-hmm. that might have a lot to do with why it came out too. i wonder yeah i always wonder who leaked it because i wonder if it was like the clintons leaked it so it's like look no more just get this out yeah, here no. so this don't pop up on the trail or somebody true. else leaked it to try to discourage her from announcing who knows it might you know it might have been them be like, you know what we've known about this take go ahead and release that shit so we yeah. go ahead and get the dick sucking out the way sir so i can run for president right i don't know tbgwt might suffer some of that clintonian clintonian ether i hope not you know they disappear nigga <laughs> after this show we may not be able to find you anywhere on these east streets soon you know like the dude bros ha <laughs> second but see with the Clintons, we liable to get money so they got nothing out of the deal yeah second i'm also mad because y'all stay talking about taking all the sexiness out of our trashy romantic scandalous tristan oh my god well welcome to the club you and friend uh <laughs> both upset over us breaking down that tape I'm not saying that I've had an affair with a married man. To my knowledge, no one never knows. Do one. But I am saying that I've <laughs> been a little less than bright on several occasions. I've also left ridiculously dumb messages for undeserving guys that didn't sound too different from this mess Lewiski recorded. Listening to y'all stopping and commenting on what from the outside looking in is ridiculousness slayed me. I felt like I used to be that idiotic and out of my league with a variety of players. But when you're caught out, you just swing in the stupid wind. Mm-hmm. I was laughing the whole time I was cringing. Y'all made me hate myself in traffic. Luckily, I was in a car and couldn't run out into it. <laughs> Third, and might I say this, I'm mad at Karen for properly, I mean properly, characterizing 25-year-olds. True story. Just as I was about to go in on an appealing little morsel after a slow, tantalizing buildup, an older friend, Pam, warned me not to. Now, as the official smile down of the blackout tips, you must understand that I've seen lots of older women and men dismiss or demean my PYT proclivities. Honey, ain't nothing wrong with your PYT proclivities. I know Pam can't. <laughs> I know it so. I know Pam can't stand younger men, LOL. I was all set to ignore her advice. I was going in and partying on the thought of it until she said the following. You know he's going to tell his friends, right? Wait, what? <laughs> she twisted her knife. Your big game in his circle. You know he's got friends. He's going to tell them everything. What would you have done at 25 if you landed your boss? You would have told it. And with that, done. Yeah, now, now, that's the case. Now, I completely I agree with you there. Um, it's going to be something where 
it's like we're not going to have any connections like that. And, you you know, there are mature 20-year-olds, rare unicorns, leprechauns out there, <laughs> but they do exist. <laughs> so if you find one, that four-leaf clover, kiss it and hold it to your heart, honey. Sigh, <laughs> I might have to get declawed. I ain't cur- cougaring if your prey, it ain't cougaring if your prey is great. Sad face. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh wait she said suffice my bad suffice it to say that just say no moment was a turning point in my smilodon system i realized that the 25 year old crazy is cuter and less likely to light my homicidal fighter fire than it was than it was when i was closer to 25 years old so basically like hey when she was close to 25 it wasn't as bad but now that you're older 25 might you know you might have to kill a nigga yeah because you know it might be out there talking that that crazy shit yeah because my, my thing is this uh you gotta be able to drink mm-hmm. or you gotta be able to vote well you can do that at 25 yeah you can but um it's it's like you need to be you put like this you need to be at least one or two voting cycles for president i understand um i may have to raise my minimum age like karen said let's let me get someone older who can keep their mouth shut ain't that the truth and know how to keep secrets sigh i might have to get declawed and i ain't cougaring and it ain't cougaring if your prey is great no, you don't have to. You don't have to get a uh, declaw. Just come down a bit. I'm gonna need to pray on my new show title, cause she, you know, official smiling on, and she just said Professor LCH, no official smiling on uh, in the signature. Oh. P.S. But don't give away, give it away just yet to anyone. I'm not certain. I'm finished with me with it. P.P.S. Maybe I'll become the official unicorn hunter of the blackout tips. <laughs> That's what Karen said. She said, hmm, yes, that's what I need, Karen. Yeah, this like, did she know the future? God damn. I know, right? <laughs> did she know we're going to be having this conversation? Did this line just scroll, disappear onto the, the... I know. Did you just add this to the end while he was reading it? I know you did, girl. Um, But yeah, maybe I'll become the official unicorn hunter of the blackout tips. Hmm, that's what I need, Karen. Yes, the rare young who can keep quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are rare. Josh yeah. writes in, good day, Rod and Karen. Just sending you this email while I have a few spare moments while trying to survive down here in Australia from all the deadly shit that's here. It is deadly. Yeah, we read about it. Be be safe out there, sweetie. To me, that Kendrick verse was like the Vince Carter in the dunk competition. People know Big Sean was before him, just like they know T-Mac and Steve Francis were before after seeing what Vince had done. No one cared who came after him. I think it was Stackhouse. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think Kendrick wrote his verse in Australia because it was deadly. The way you handled those dopey clowns was great, and then having them shut all their shit down was just the icing on the cake. Generally, if you act like a fuckwit, people will call you out for being a fuckwit, and they acted like Olympian class fuckwits. Even my brother thought what happened, what was, what happened was great when I told him. Been unemployed for six months now, but when I get my job, I'll sign up for the premium podcast to hear your sports and nerdy stuff. Just low on cash since I spent my payout money to flying over and watching the NBA finals and going to a comic show in Las Vegas to meet Stan Lee. No point working if you're not going to enjoy spending the cash. I hear you. I know it's so. But anyways, thanks for the hours of entertainment at last. Keep up the great work. Wanga. Thank you so much. Thank you, sweetie. Emil Rice in, long time listener, first time emailer. Hey, Rod and Karen, episode 28, uh, oh, I think they mean 258 or something, was perfect illustration of why I listen to your show religiously. Those dude bros were not ready for that war, ready for that war ready. Trolls should be exposed. 
i got fingers to touch to the touch screen to send this email to let to tell you guys how great i think the show is i started listening off and on in late 2011 because as a regular listener of twib radio i was impressed with the commentary ride made on the call on the call-in portion of the show almost daily driving home one evening i listened to an episode where ride went in on soft sea the following day he went in again on a particular member of that group i like to think of those episodes as hit him up and bomb first my second reply episodes <laughs> i've been hooked ever since these days i find myself justifying arguments using the phrase the thing about it is although as a jamaican i can't really do karen's accent <laughs> i wonder what that sounds like the thing about it is i don't know um and randomly guessing the race whenever i read news articles jamaica is only not is over 90 percent chocolate so guessing the race at news time wasn't really a thing for me growing up when I came to Canada 12 years ago, the Toronto relatives introduced me to the concept. Except in Toronto, it's a double whammy situation. The first one is crossing your fingers and saying, don't let the shooter be black. The second one is, please don't be Jamaican. Please don't be Jamaican. <laughs> also, so he, he got double. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, that double minority shit got to kill you. Keep up the great work. And is there any way once in a while you could let us know which song you're quoting at the beginning of the show? absolutely not Emil. never ever ever will i tell you guys what lyrics we're using at the beginning of the show that's a secret uh i like it's like having an easter egg in a video game uh and it's on the internet now so it's really easy for guys like you guys could literally just put the lyrics in your search engine and it'll It'll tell you where it's from Mm -hmm. but i like having a little fun man a little easter egg when people know the words they're like oh shit when they don't they're like what was that you know i like it so it's my one little thing i want to keep feedback for feedback show 824 um hey rob miss karen uh don't ever leave us again this is from aaron b just lol just kidding but seriously this week having y'all back made me realize how much i enjoy not only the show but the chat room and the people in it as well coolest fans around i just wanted to comment on one thing that i know everyone's commenting on dude bros i'm just gonna say that y'all are famous and i don't know if y'all ever get on that get to that troll level if y'all i don't know if i want to ever get to that troll level i don't see how y'all handle it i will wig out all all the way out if someone even mentioned my wife in a negative way f those dudes hey man it's not just those dudes uh friend yeah it happens on twitter like like and and, and especially with because right doing the s-o-h-h boards type mm-hmm. of stuff sometimes um we don't post out there no more but sometimes people like will find that and and like i've been uh somebody would at me go hey you you know your wife look like this basketball player and i'm like who the fuck is this right like 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 so so it happens a lot more than people think and a lot of times it's a lot of shit that happened that we don't even share with you guys because at the end of the day we're about being positive and 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 you have to have a you have to have a thick skin to put shit out there because people are fucking crazy yes they are they're gonna latch on to secondly i don't see how trolling will get you anywhere you know the way I got to listen to your, to got to listen to our show. I would really work. I, w- I worked really hard and did it without causing beef. I'm so against beef at the slightest thought of it. I squash it asap. You and Moody always say the best. Be the best you you can be. Ain't that the truth? People can tell when it's fake. Lastly, thank you and Karen for all your hard work. I've said it before, but this podcast thing is hard work and it isn't for everybody. And y'all do 42 shows a week. <laughs> <laughs> 
but anyway thank you all again see you in the chat your boy aaron b aka ashley three classy fan for life and of course he's from the black astronaut thank you somebody asked what does s-o-h-h mean i don't even know what it means support online hip-hop is what it stood for but it was basically a message board where people went and acted crazy um all right man uh we are out we'll be back tomorrow and for premium people we'll be back this afternoon at 3 30 for the nerd off mm-hmm. uh we'll talk to you then so until then love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.